everyone and welcome to another episode of the queer quadrant a podcast where we two bisexual filmmakers examine cinema in all its cultural contexts and explore why your favorite four quadrant blockbuster is maybe not as straight as you think it is i have a quick question for you and that's if you think that guy Ritchie likes to make movies that feel very british do you think he likes making british movies there's simply no way of knowing that this movie is set in london so i i, simply I have just no don't idea know what you're talking about i have a follow-up question to that bare knuckle boxing <laughs> in addition to that why does he have a fetish of turning classic literature and mythology into superhero action bare knuckle boxing movies i mean this is why he's one of our finest Auteur? living directors i we love have to him. stand i mean honestly i think like part of why i love him is that he's so aggressively hit or miss like so oh, many of his yes, movies you're yes. like sir there's why no would in between i don't think or this movie doesn't exist right yes um what was the, the wrath of man have last you seen year? it no no did you see the gentleman Has anyone i did seen it? i did not see the gentleman because i like myself Can i, I p- always forget that he also uh directed Madonna? Aladdin. oh <laughs> <laughs> yes to both <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like, why would they, you know, Aladdin, a classic story that a white British guy should make? Why did, what was that? I right? think that it was maybe, it, no, it came out in 2019. Yes, what it am did. I saying? Yes, it did, full stop. Why did they Brooke. do that? That, the, the, the double whammy of that so and good. Mulan both being directed Incredible. by like straight up white people. Yes. And then both also not existing. They don't exist. No. Can I yeah. just read a, a, a pull quote from Guy Ritchie that I think is really important? And like, we'll get to this, but it's Guy Ritchie on him being called out for his films being gay, where he goes, quote, I've been accused of this underlying theme in my films on more than one occasion, end quote, which I think is so funny because how many movies of his also are gay? Like, I'm just looking at his filmography now, like Man from Uncle. The two Sherlock Holmeses, I'd argue that King Arthur and the yes. gentleman have some underlying themes. Yes. I haven't seen Revolver or Rock and Rolla, but maybe they rock and a little bit How about more than Snatch? they roll up. I haven't, I haven't shockingly, seen so I haven't long. seen Snatch. Or Lockstock. No, which is so, because those they was feel like, like Brooks, you, there was a yeah. period of time where Guy Ritchie was like my entire personality. Like the Guy Ritchie, oh. Martin McDonough, Shane Black. Oh, you the know what I'm okay, talking okay, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where makes I was sense. like, I feel like we, I had the same period. Yeah, because yeah. we were in the period at the same know, time. I it was know. a moment of our friendship. time to be in though. Like yeah. Martin McDonough, that Imbrew Seven Psychopaths double right whammy before mm. he let down all of us for eternity, and now what I'm billboards? So scared to watch anything else he makes. He's, doesn't he even he's a new one coming out this year? Yeah, right? he does. Yeah. What's it, do you know what it's called? I have no idea. Is it four? Now do billboards? I have to look it up? Okay, please hold. Well, look up the new Martin McDonough. As he McDonough has movie. one coming out, Guy Ritchie also has two movies. He has one like in post or in production now. Then yeah. he's another coming out. My guy is like cranking out hits. Operation Fortune spy comedy movie sure um another statham but aubrey plaza's in it which makes me really happy Fun. always love to see her and then untitled guy Ritchie film mm. if it is an action thriller okay so Whatever. that's probably going to be more in the vein of like the gentleman i don't know i just want does he do to like make... a one you know it's like a one for you one for them does he do that but like for quality i want Sorry. yeah i mean no that's literally <laughs> what he does though i just want him to make something 
relatively gay again. I like that he admitted mm. that he's been called out multiple times because, like, I yes. mean, Man from Uncle, top 10 gayest movies of all time, yes. maybe. We'll cover. Um, by the way, at some point, at some day, <laughs> a, a long, long time in the future. It's so sad, man. I love that movie so it's much. It's so good. It's anyway, such a good movie. Um, Martin McDonough's upcoming movie is called The Banshees of Ina Sharon. Right, right. It's this, yes, it's this Irish is sounding this one. Is this the, okay, no. I thought it was the Sam Rockwell, Saoirse Ronan one, but that is a different oh, film. No, that sounds fun um, though, but also. That's the one when they're like detectives. I don't even know like this. Oh my goodness, that sounds fun. Oh God, we're just down this rabbit hole now. I Give love me a the rabbit holes. So we don't we're leave. solving a crime here. So we don't leave the audience. The crime uh, of Martin McDonough. See how they run. New Sam Ooh, Rockwell fun. murder okay. mystery directed by Tom George, a man who oh. I have never heard of. Well, okay. I mean, it He's is a, British a very British-sounding name. Okay, yes. yeah. Um. Anyway, I will. S- oh, yeah. Go for it. Hi. No, introduce us. I'm Brooke Solomon. Jordan Gustafson. We love talking about cinema. We love talking <laughs> about being queer. Boxing. We love talking about queer cinema. Here we are talking about it today on Mike. Today we are talking about 2009's Sherlock Holmes. More like Sherlock Mary Sue. Sorry. Because he's so good at everything. Because he could solve everything. Yeah. I mean, he can. That solve was. Everything. I was reading the disc. There's so much online conversation about this movie and Sherlock Holmes in general that I feel like Jordan you I look cannot, me in the eye I know and I'm you scared say that to look to you in the eye as someone who was on Tumblr while oh, BBC no. Sherlock was airing you look me in the eye and you tell me that there's discourse you know, about Sherlock Holmes I like that we're you know, we mentioned it at the end of the last eye. week but the really double whammy of power of the dog to this is really so powerful <laughs> it's really impressive of us right the benedict cumberbatch like fringe cinematic mm-hmm. universe yes, in some way yes. i bet he exists in this well hey listen since this is a, a solo app let's it us is. be a little more loosey-goosey i actually oh. have well i have some i have some recent queer media updates that i feel <laughs> i need to discuss on sure, the main should feed. i set like an alarm right now no 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 no. well you can put in maybe like a, a breaking news okay okay great so i just i just want to update everyone and mm-hmm. some some recent sure. very important queer media that's happened because i feel like it will end up being relevant to this discussion <laughs> because while this will definitely be a discussion yes. about 2009 Sherlock it has to be this movie like has a lot of like cultural relevance i think mm-hmm. like it shaped a lot of like internet my brain it, people and like what they liked like yeah. it made an ungodly amount of money yes um and i think a huge part of that was because this film is gay. super gay so <laughs> first things first um talk about our our lovely dr watson jude law yes um you may have noticed that a couple weeks ago a film called the oh, secrets Jesus. of dumbledore okay, yeah. came out we didn't talk about it we will we not, not be talking about it no. jk rowling is literally one of the worst people ever i hate her and and we're not interested in giving her a platform a, do- a dime beyond literally us talking about it for 30 seconds right now. So I just yes. wanted to say, if you're waiting with bated breath for that episode, it will never you're come. never getting it. Um, no. Sorry, sorry, but not really that sorry. No. But also like... I mean, this happens literally every time, but the fact that it was like, oh, it's explicitly gay, but only for six seconds, right. and it and can all can be edited out. out for foreign yes. markets. So fucking frustrating. It is. I am so sick of it. I would almost argue that this movie is gayer this movie is gayer yes you yes yes because i would say that the boys acknowledge their love for each other yeah and it gives jude law uh, you know a mustache and that film gives him a mustache as well but he looks better with a mustache in this film i mean he's so fucking hot no one can wear a a waistcoat like that absolutely not no jesus anyway we'll get back to him yes um but I wanted to talk about a, another vaguely British, yes, my dear uh, sort of like crime uh-huh. solving show, sure. uh, which had its finale recently, Killing Eve. 
She's dead. Oh, spoiler. Well, Eve is actually alive. Right. But Villanelle the other one is dead. dead. Um, yeah. Sorry. So I, how familiar are you? I saw with... the pilot. Okay. I know they're gay. Thank you. But how familiar are you with, with the ending? With the ending? You told me the ending. Okay. So that's all I know. Listen, I just want to, this, this show, if anyone who knows me knows that like the show feels like it was designed in a lab for me. For you, yes. It's about a psychopathic, like sapphic assassin who right. falls in love yes. with the MI6 agent who's hunting her. Like, are you fucking it's just, kidding me? You have me? that tattooed on your back. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah. Um, And like, I was so in on the show and then it like progressively got worse and it like buried all my, my hopes and dreams. But do you think I it was like say, the, the disappearance of Phoebe Waller-Bridge? I mean, definitely contributed to it. But the ending, Mm -hmm. sort of like i mean spoilers for the killing you finale i just want to address the ending really quickly because i yes, feel like i love the, so, brooks, brooks queer corner i mean <laughs> listen well i i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best like make it uh -huh. relevant to no, things I that love we this. talk yes, about yes. on the show they're british this is british this, there you yeah, go that's all you need that's what i'm saying it's yeah, like crimey. i follow you yeah totally it's this kind of like fun like cat and mouse game right. very similar to the sherlock moriarty relationship if i do say yeah, so are myself. you saying moriarty is a little fruity Oh yeah, I mean they're they're <laughs> in love. It's fine. Um, Maury Hottie. Okay, so he is a hottie. Jared Harris. Jared Harris. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Um, and it's Andrew Scott yes. in BBC BBC Sherlock, who was that in Fleabag. Is, we have to stand. Written and directed by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, okay. who created Killing Eve in the first place. It all comes. I want to. I just need to. I have to. I have to ask before I forget. If you're looking at BBC Sherlock cast and cinematic universe Sherlock cast, which is a hotter cast? I mean, I think cinematic, the film, right? Cinematic universe. The Andrew, the Andrew Scott case really helps it. <laughs> I mean, but then he's you have great. the RDJ Jude Law combo. No one is kind of too powerful. Jude Law. Jude and then Law's Rachel McAdams like as well. Five, yes. Yes. Yeah. Jude Wolf. Law's worth like five he's of five anybody points. else. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So does that mean like Dickie Greenleaf is like 20? Yes. It's like when you're drafting and you get like points for certain people yeah. for hotness. Jude he's just, like you can only have one Jude Law on your team. A thousand points. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Continue. Um, Sorry. Killing Eve. So Killing Eve. Mm -hmm. I just. So you know how like we've talked about barrier gaze as a trope yes. before on the pod. And I Many think a like time. it's a trope kind of like the Bechdel test that's always like evolving and like people right. are finding like new ways to look at it and right. killing eve was sort of like a uh, interesting example of barrier gaze because it is like really stereotypically barrier gaze because mm. what happens spoilers is that like even vel and l get together and they're essentially like gonna do one last hit and then like run off and like be happy together so i knew that the second that happened some Something's shit was going on, bad um was this how far into the episode was it that they like revealed that probably like did they get even like an episode of full happiness together? No, no, no. They got like mm, 10 minutes, maybe less. It's so classic. This is why I was Wait, so surprised because really? it's like so classic. But here's the thing is that they should never have gotten like weird domestic bliss in the first place because it's not a show about, about weird domestic, domestic bliss. bliss. Yeah. It's a cat and mouse thriller. Like right. they have to be trying to like tear each other apart or like should oh, the there have been like a, dissipates. like a third that gets involved and that's how it ends where it's like oh no we're together but now there's a third and it's like do 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 or, or like, they should have like i think it would be nice if they like were either teamed up and decided to be evil right or like just sort of like mutu mutually assured destruction but like in a sexy way a sure. la nbc animal mm. what if we ate each other what if we ate each other haha <laughs> <laughs> just kidding unless, unless you laugh at that is like yes, we just summed the up the entire yeah, show yeah. um what happens in killing eve is sure. that after their little domestic bliss situation villanelle gets like snipered <laughs> by <laughs> mi6 agents and like it's so funny 
they it ends with her it's like a fucking kill shot in like, like call of duty no literally she it ends with her like literally being shot to death like in like the thames or whatever some river in london <laughs> while eve like cries yeah and then it's the end and it's such a crazy like outdated what a weird way to like end barrier gaze trope and i don't understand why they would do that because to me it's not about the fact that she died it's like the way in which she they killed die, her yeah. without like any agency for her or right, for like eve. she should have gone out on her own or eve should have had to kill her or right. something they should have yeah. killed each other if right. anything it right. makes no sense to me juliet and juliet yes 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 you see you get it and then That's i feel so like strange i've seen some people be like oh but it's like you know we have to stop using barrier gaze as like way to say that it's good cinema uh-huh. which i agree with and i feel like that's something that like comes up on the show right, right. you know is a good representation with like gay people dying right, like you can bury a gay but you can like bury all the gays it, you i want. mean you but just like to have a good fucking story and have a reason for it you got to bury them with agency you yeah. know um anyway fucking like so annoying that one of like could what could have been potentially the most monumental like queer shows of the past five to ten years just like that's so disappointing. Completely whiffed it on every level. It's like the the IMDb rating for the series finale Did is it at like help? a two point seven. No, it's, it is lower than Game of Thrones. It's lower than Dexter. Wait, it's can probably we, lower than the Supernatural can, finale. Can we play the IMDb game? I'm pulling up Killing Eve. Can you pull up Game of Thrones? And yeah. I just want to know what the the final episodes are for both. Like, I oh, instead of Killing Eve, I got Killing It with Craig Robinson. Um, oh, yeah. the other hit lesbian show yeah <laughs> i thought that was like a sort of like berry ripoff but apparently it's about like snake hunting in sure. like florida okay so the final episode <laughs> oh my fucking god it's so low right okay so it's called hello losers and it has a 2.8 yeah Brooke, that's crazy yeah game of thrones uh the iron throne has a 4.1 so, oh my god wait now just for shits and giggles i have to look up what the supernatural finale has and i'll look a, up the dexter a finale deeply deeply hated finale see this is what people this come is, to the uh look don't we love statistics show for um dexter i mean ran for 96 episodes while wow, there were four short of the big time wow supernatural's uh final episode carry on is a 6.5 too high too fucking high what do you think dexter is mm, a 4.5 oh you're so close to 4.7 oh Wow, look at this. I love the IMDb game. It's just so much more goofy than this. Because <laughs> it's, it's, people literally like review vomit. Yeah. That's why the gay episode of Black Sails is really low. Really? Even though it's one of the best episodes of the show. Because people How are really unsurprising. Mad about it. Well, Black yeah. Sails, I feel like, is something that you've hitched your sail to, I would say, right? Well, here's the thing is that, like, speaking of barrier gays and shit like that and, like, what gay representation looks like on sure. TV, the other gay show that's, like, currently igniting the internet is Our Flag Means Death the pirate show um, yeehaw the david or jenkins garhar <laughs> yoho <laughs> that's the new yeehaw yarhar um yoho yoho um a pirate's life for me it's it's so good i highly recommend it but obviously it reminds me of black sales i was actually afraid to start it because i was like i never like, oh, went no. up to black yes. sales but it kind of is like the perfect parallel piece mm, to black sales okay. except it's like a completely different tone, tone of so course. like don't go for the tone but right, if you no. want if you want the content it's so good i love um, that i have to i know i have to watch it but it's I'm really get like to it. it's like kind of radical in like how it approaches representation That's and so that cool. like it manages to like be really like thematically rich and it doesn't feel like too fluffy but mm. it's also like really gay and i don't know it just is hitting well, pirates like, thing were 100% like banging, you know well, yeah it's the gay trio of vampires pirates and cowboys right come on this is all gay. When, when are we gonna get a gay pirate vampire cowboy movie i mean 
I would love that. We have our Goofy Gay Vampire Show. We have the Goofy Gay Pirate Show. I need. When the are we gonna get the Cowboy, cowboy show. show? Ooh, Brooke. Hey, there's a market. Hey now. Anyway, so I just wanna. It's like it's like really interesting, and I think like it's kind of like rewriting fandom at mm. like a very quick rate because people are like, this is like a show that was set up to kind of pull a Killing Eve or let's just say a supernatural or a BBC Sherlock on us. And yes. like it didn't like it, it was did, like, supposed to queer bait, but it actually gave the queerness versus baiting. Yes. That's so cool. It like unqueer baited so hard. How refreshing is that? It was truly amazing. God. And it was it's not like a nice even lemonade. like, yeah. Cause like black sales, it's like, it's like, it's not queer baiting, but right. you like think it's, que- it's like straight baiting where you're yeah. like so convinced that everyone's straight and then everyone is not. Whereas, our flag means death. You're like, this is really gay, but there's no way. And then and it then just they is. are gay. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Anyway. <sighs> that's so cool. That was Brooke's uh, queer media update corner. Now, I have um, a question. As someone who has finished Sherlock, a show that I have not finished, but I did see some of. Oh, they, I, you didn't know you saw any of it. I did. Okay. P- spoiler, person I was seeing in what, middle school, high school or whatever was very into it. So I watched it to be like, oh, I can talk about this with you as well. I mean love that for you the lengths that i would go forget pretty much all of it but i do Mm -hmm. remember that benedict sherlock is like a heroin addict or like a you know he's like because he's actually off his rocker he's a heroin addict or he's like a drug addict and like the books or whatever books yeah because he doesn't have time for women he only has time for crime and drugs and watson and watson of course his husband oh my dear boy work husbands oof Partners, yes. Helpmates, crime-solving husbands. The best and wisest man. Wait, what was your question though? Oh, do they ever fuck or get gay at all or no? Okay, so, oh, okay. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes. Because here's the thing: is that no? How unsurprising! Uh, so surprising, and like they kind of like end up. They sort of end the show in like the Holmes Watson status quo. Like they basically like introduce all these characters. Like they introduce yeah. Mary, and like they introduce all this other stuff, and then it's sort of like all eventually gets like stripped back down to like Holmes and Holmes Watson. And Watson again. So like yeah. there's Loki like no character growth through the entire show. Incredible. It's, it's one Incredible. of those, like classic things. It has, that they're, like, it hasn't ended ended, right? Was there ever a finale finale or no? There was a finale finale, but Wasn't it was like so So there's a Christmas special which is like set in the eighteen hundreds, oh, basically. Okay. It's like classic like Conan sure. Doyle. That was like a one off. Okay. Like a classic special. So it did finish finish, but here's the thing. Fans were so disappointed with the series finale that's so funny that they thought that there was going to be a secret final episode wow that aired no but here's the thing people recently thought the exact same thing for killing eve and i was like history just repeats itself repeating itself and i'm not like the stories we tell keep being retold (laughs) to handle like the irl like gay pain cycle born out of media (laughs) those invisible secret episodes don't exist why do people keep thinking they exist they would never exist but like what there's actually um you know if you or if anyone um, has ever watched any of Sarah Zed's like YouTube video essay, she has a really good deep dive mm. on like the Sherlock finale and what happened there and like how the fandom interacted with the creators and how the mm. creators would basically like bait the fans in like different ways. It was a wild well, I have a time. question. On just like like research or whatever for this, I feel like all the interviews that I kept coming across for any Sherlock thing are constantly like creators of Sherlock properties 
being like Sherlock's not gay. Yeah. Like constantly putting their foot down. And then fans also of the Sherlock community being very upset if people say that Sherlock's gay when like it's so clear that Sherlock's gay. So just like <laughs> I just have two questions for you. Why and why? I don't know. It's and so it weird. It happens over and over again. Like in many ways, 2009 Sherlock Holmes is like the best. The gayest. Version of yeah. like quote unquote queer it's Sherlock like a rom-com, that we've yeah. always, that we've ever gotten and will probably ever get. Because yeah. like there was this, there was obviously BBC Sherlock, which is a just a fucking mess. I'm sure right. I'll talk about it more. I also just want to say uh, friend of the pod past and future guest rachel abonte is uh like the like premier expert on like bbc sherlock this makes sense so i think if we ever do more sherlock content we'll have Mm. to we'll have to find a way to like get her in here because she can tell everything on our non-existent patreon when we cover bbc sherlock in the non-existent future i love it like i love that future we're seeing the future like sherlock but here's the thing is that sherlock sherlock the character of sherlock holmes in general is like a weird dude yes. who like has like ostracized himself from society and yes. there's usually like a weird sexual pseudo-sexual relationship with watson or but there's also sort of like a basically like non-heterosexual element to him that's like asexual or like denying yes whether you want to read it sure. as like homosexuality or asexuality or just kind of like general yeah, I mean asexuality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or like some thing in there. Sure. Like you can and you should, but I don't know why. Do you think it's because like most of the people that have gotten to make Sherlock content are, are kind straight. of like weird, nerdy men yes. who are like, but I see myself in him and I want women yes. to be attracted to me. Yes. Yes. Maybe I'm projecting. Brooke, no, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is a hundred percent the reason. Like that's what at least what I was getting from is like the fandom. It feels very Star Wars adjacent, or like these properties that, as time goes on and they want to evolve with the times, become more progressive. Yeah. People have backlash because they're like, "Oh no, I see myself as Sherlock. Sherlock couldn't be gay. Yes. Sherlock couldn't have a homosexual relationship. No, this saucy fruity man who <laughs> lives with a, another man and reveres him at all might and would like lay down his life for him. No, no, no. They're yeah. just." Pals. they're just they're just they buds. share a fucking dog oh our dog the dog the dog Gladstone is our dog i mean like, this is this is the best this is the best version of it yes it's the best version of it because bbc sherlock was like actually like extremely rude and how they would be like guys maybe this is gay and it's then be like so just annoying. kidding like we hate you <laughs> it Ugh. was so bizarre how it's does so he bizarre. solve crime in that one again he doesn't like obviously see the future like robert it's, downey jr well can. i was gonna say it's a little bit of like will graham vision mm, from okay. hannibal where he like he basically basically can zoom in on these little details right and right like, see. And, like pieces of the crime together yeah okay. it's but i do i do have a soft spot for the robert Downey jr future because i, I kind of really love it funny. it's so funny <laughs> he's like apex here we go uh whatever like physical damage six months psychological yes. damage two years <laughs> great love it yes four ribs cracked three broken ears ringing jaw dislocated i love it i think it's like a delightful time I yes th- this film is so ridiculous oh um, it's oh it's bananas brooke i love it it's kind of like king arthur where like a lot of people ride on king arthur and i'm not going to say king arthur's as good as this movie but having watched king arthur for the first time this or last year 
I don't remember what time is. I was kind of taken aback by how goofy that movie is. It's like very silly. And Guy Ritchie, I don't think, is capable of making not silly movies. He's a silly dude. He's a very silly guy. Yeah, he needs to have the right collaborators because I think if he doesn't, you get something like The Gentleman where you're right. like, Part why of it is kind this of racist? Works. Yes, why is very this racist. Like, very like fucked up? But I will say the only part of that movie that I really love is the Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam? Is yeah. It? Yeah, like Charlie Hunnam and Hugh Grant have like a little twosome going on in the side as everything else is happening and like their dynamics kind of cute yeah and then you're also being like are you a little, a little ah. well that's the thing is that guy Ritchie is so good about like banter 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 yes yeah crime you know right. i love some banter and i love me some we crime love, we, it's all together. we need yes banter crime crime banter that's why i put him in like the the shane black martin mcdonald like Total. Holy oh Trinity. absolutely yes banter crime we love them. crime and we banter yeah um but like it's always very very male centric yeah like always so like right. what are you gonna get out of that you're gonna get, you get a gay, gay undertones yes. i'm sorry like i'm sorry it has it just has, it to, has happen. to exist yes yeah and because it's like more delicate is not the right word but i guess tender? then like this, is like a t- this movie this movie yeah i mean like in general this genre i feel like mm. is more tender than like the super macho like buddy cop oh yeah yeah, like yeah. american vibes do you mm-hmm. know what i mean like this is because it's like they're gentlemen do you know what i mean they so are it's, gentlemen yes. it's not as much about like women and it's guns. like it's weird how shane black is in that because like shane black yeah, does like is. predator which is like and one end of the spectrum weapon. right but yeah. then does like your nice guys and kiss and kiss, kiss bang, bang bang yeah, yeah. the fact that robert Downey jr has this and kiss kiss bang bang it's so is good. just chef's kiss it's so good yeah we he will dive understood. into his career because like this <laughs> in his career is so insane yeah it's just bananas i mean do you want to talk about it i do i want to come back to that because there was a few things on watson that i just like I guess you know what? We'll get to no, the no, no. We on, can do no, we'll whatever get to the queerness on Watson. There's so much to discuss on this movie and him in general. But no, we're here. Let's talk about Robert Downey Jr. Okay. So obviously, like we've talked about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang before mm-hmm. and how it was like such a big comeback movie for him. 2005. His 2005 and six are also kind of wild where he has that Good Night and Good Luck, a good movie. Mm-hmm. Guide to recognizing, recognizing Your Saints, a movie I've seen with Channing Tatum because of the Channing Tatum fun. Yes, I remember. Uh, it's a movie that doesn't exist. A very strange film. Uh, Shaggy Dog and a Scandal Darkly. Can't believe he's in the Shaggy Dog. But then yeah. his 20, 2007 through, I would say, like, going forward is kind of bananas. Oh, but it's, like, killer. It's, he has Zodiac. It's fucking killer. Yes, Zodiac. This. Charlie Barlow, which doesn't exist. Then, no, we're not even at this yet. 2008, oh. he has Iron Man, Hulk, and Tropic Thunder. Mm. The Iron Man, Tropic Thunder d- combo yes. is insane. Gets his Oscar nom. Yes. Is like probably the number one star in America at that point, immediately within one year. Then 2009, he is this in the soloist, which is also another weird whammy. Yeah. And then 2010, Iron Man 2 and due date. So it's like those, what is that? Six movies or eight movies, whatever are like such a pinnacle point. I feel like in American culture and like where it turns in like old remnants of star power, because for all intents and purposes, he had that draw that I don't think we get a lot anymore. Yeah. Where it's like the soloist shouldn't be as big of a movie as it was. But it Dude is. Dude shouldn't have been as big a movie as it was. Tropic Thunder, I mean, obviously it's Tropic Thunder stars, but it's a fucking <laughs> insane how well that movie does. And then this movie, as we'll get into how much money it makes, and it's kind of insane that this movie makes 
as much money as it makes. Dude, I know. And like, it's really cool for him to come off of Iron Man and be like, okay, we're like doing Sherlock Holmes. We're yes. doing like the big commercial. Like the fact that he's in due date is like so funny Crazy. And also like not an awful movie. From I've what never I seen it. I'm sure I will never see it. But then it's like, he's, he's doing like the perfect thing where he's dropping a Marvel like once every yes. like other year. So right. it's like, exactly. you have a Marvel, you have a non-Marvel. Yep. Like he's and like bouncing back and forth. It and becomes then only Marvel. Basically after... Well, it's so funny because it's the Avengers and then yes. it's hashtag the judge. Right. Um, As you know, never course, forget. Hashtag never Academy forget. Award nominee, the judge. I always forget that that is so late in his movie. career. I'm I like, know. yeah, that's like 2004 Robert Downey yes. Jr. No, no bitch. 2012. Nope. Nope. I put that movie in like the Lincoln Lawyer in like the same department. God, I forgot. Did you know they're doing a Lincoln Lawyer TV show? show? Yes. Why? The Lincoln Lawyers. Where is um the judge? TV the judges <laughs> no that was your honor your honor starring Frank Cranston yeah. oh my god um but yeah after the judge the judge just like clearly kills all of his right. desire to yes. do original which work. is so upsetting because then, it's just then he Marvel. only does Marvels but then even and Doolittle becomes that's the thing I feel like Doolittle is a remnant of this movie where he's kind of trying to do the same shtick with like kind of a popular character does a weird accent mm-hmm. has a weird thing it's like a quirky character and it just does not connect at all yeah which yeah. is so weird because i mean like this movie i don't I know mean, if you like bad oh like... do little yes do little not good <laughs> yeah but like this movie he like stumbled upon and like he walked into joel silver's office obviously from kiss kiss bang bang yes the guys being pals and like learned about it and he basically like convinced guy Ritchie to bring him on because guy Ritchie wanted like the Batman Begins. I'm a young Sherlock kind of bu- bare-knuckle That's boxer. Not as good. Which is not as good. Not as fun. I like this better. Yes. Because yes. they're like an old married couple. Exactly. And I like that every time they're exactly. in a fight, they're like, fuck, like, I'm too old for this shit. Right. Even though they're not old. No, but, like, but it works. It's, 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 it's so much, better. It's definitely better than that version. Yeah. But he like had to, they had to convince him, but he was like, he felt the description of Holmes being quirky and kind of nuts was like him. And I feel like that is how he has now tried to, like that's where like the do little i think comes from but i think he has to just give himself to like directors into like movies again well here's what i'll say Oppenheimer? is that i actually think well besides oppenheimer which like i'm super psyched the for, photos have me excited yes he actually has like a really interesting upcoming like slate yes so because he has team downey which is like right, his, his production slate, yeah. company um with his wife I have to say so I'm cute. Hot. Um, so this well, there's supposed to be a, a third Sherlock Holmes movie well, that is yes. on it is in development hell indefinitely until I literally see, see a trailer. It. Yes. Okay. There's one piece by... of news from it that I don't even believe, but from We Got This Covered apparently, which is also not that reliable, they said that the third one was to feature a primarily gay relationship between Holmes and Watson, which wait, if true wait, would okay. be great. No, but I don't believe no that way. I mean, like, I, my soul will literally leave oh, my body. If they smooched on screen, I would die. I would actually die. But it will not happen. I mean, listen, I would trust Dexter Fletcher. I would, yeah. But, like... He's bringing a little fruity Rocket Man energy. Like I said, I'll believe it when I fucking see it. Yes. Anyway, so he has that, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, He is co-starring in um this TV adaptation of this, like, really insane book called The Sympathizer, which right. I'm actually so excited about. He, like, I think he plays, like a bunch of different people or something like that. And right. I also think that he's the That's villain. not the Shane Black though, right? No, no, no. But he is, he's, he's got there, a Shane Black thing, thing lined yes. up called uh, uh, Play Dirty, which is a great novel. Great. Yeah. I that's think it's like, the juice I want. It's like in the, 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 the sports 
scene. Oh, awesome. But yes. like crime also. Oh, yeah. That's delightful. So we'll see. Um, I'm excited. That sounds great. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm just happy to see Shane Black tackle like a, a banter neo noir oh, yes. something. Just again. Anything, him and Downey together, I feel like it's just such That's a nice the couple. Thing, is that it's like, I really do. I think like Robert Downey Jr.'s like star persona is so difficult to not like. Like, yes. I find him so likable. Oh, 100%. In this, you're like, oh, sir. Yeah, and like the fact that he played Iron Man for God knows how many movies, and you were like, "Yeah, you're still Iron into Man, it." Though. Yes, like, I know. He's yes. so he just he he's has really likable. He has such like movie star potential. Yes. Well, not potential. Like he is a he fucking is a movie star, star. Yeah. but like he really does feel like I feel like such a such a genuine movie yeah. star. Um, like I would love for him to go back to indies and things like that because like, but he's ma- doing it. No, I know that's but like him lending his name to things like that would be so cool and he's like doing it i'm so curious to see how big a role in oppenheimer is because seeing as that movie features every single white male actor in hollywood mm-hmm. but the prospect of him being in a nolan in sort of the makeup that we've seen is kind of like very tantalizing you yeah know? i mean it's like it's i like when he he plays like supporting roles Tropic too. Thunder. like yeah. Tropic Thunder is a great example right. and like he never obviously like in all of the iron man movies and arguably like every other marvel movie it's all about him yes but even a movie like sherlock holmes where it's like he has the soul above the title building it billing <laughs> it's robert downey jr sherlock holmes oh like, is it is bam, no, bam, no, no law Jude Law not Whoa, above the title it's like one of those things but like the way that he actually like plays off of Jude Law in this movie is like perfect oh, like totally. he's not even though like i feel like persona wise and of course tony stark like is known for being a bit of a screen yeah. hog like he's not no especially in this one the right no. material. yeah yeah i feel like he and law have like great banters we were gonna say and like he lends himself to a lot of like bits and moments in this that are very giving i feel like as an yeah. actor versus like consuming so much yeah and like i loved i just love to see him bounce off so someone God. else where they can yeah. actually bounce off each other because what i like about this even though like watson is like kind of the straight man huh <laughs> theoretically mm. um like he's not because he like likes to give sherlock shit oh, oh absolutely and that's he, the whole they thing rub is that each they other give each other all the time. shit yeah, yeah. oh, oh god, they're so it's good. so good even when they're bouncing off about like the god there's so much queer fucking shit in this movie we'll get yeah, into it's, it it's um gay. Any other things on Downey? I just feel like it is such a good, as you were saying, star vehicle for him. Obviously, like a lot of people love the BBC and stuff like that. But like, I feel like because of when this movie came out and how old I was and everything, it's so perma imprinted in my brain. They're also very different. Oh my God. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. (laughs) My God. (laughs) What is wrong with me? Benedict Cumberbatch plays Sherlock like a real deal weirdo, whereas Downey Jr. is playing him like a cool weirdo who you're friends with. But like, I think that, I think that Sherlock Holmes as a character is just like very complicated. Do you like Holmes books and stuff like that? Like what's your relationship with this movie with Holmes? I like mysteries. You Did know? you like read The Hound of the Baskervilles or whatever? I have read a couple of them. I think I have read Hound of the Baskervilles. I feel like that's the one everyone's read. That's the co- most famous one. It took me fucking one. like six months to get through that <laughs> fucking book. I do. I you could don't not like... get into the Holmes books. <laughs> well, I like I like reading. Not implying yeah. that you don't like I reading. I love reading. And this um, was like at the time too. This I should have been like 
because this was my Percy Jackson slash like yeah, that era of reading. Jordan, it's it's a bit of a I bit know. of a departure yes. between Percy yes. Jackson and oh, Arthur Conan Doyle. Okay, those are books. They I know that they were like rags at the yeah, time yeah. or whatever, but like they're <laughs> old timey books. They're yeah. Hard. no, yeah, they're they're like they're like. The syntax I, is not what you my, anticipate. Yes, I remember yes. my parents being like, the pitch was like, you're going to love, this is like a classic mystery. Oh, and then you mystery. read the mystery and you're like, this is, what the fuck is this shit? This it, isn't a mystery. It's like, like my parents were always like, oh, you'll like love Jane Austen. It's like so romantic. And you read it and you're like, well, it's like you have to wade through a lot of like very yes, dry shit stuff. you get to yeah. the romance. Um, but I have seen this movie so many times. Like, oh, isn't that shocking? This shocking. movie is like, I forgot how burned into my skull this movie was, but it's like seared in there. Oh yeah, I um I was watching it with my lovely boyfriend Evan, and Shocking. he was like, "How how does this sort of like case resolve itself?" And I was like, "Oh, here I'll tell you." And I spit him out like the whole explanation, the whole, and he was it, yeah. like, "What?" Where it's not like, supernatural, yeah. but a supernatural. I was like, I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen this movie so many times, I remember exactly rules. what happens. Yep. Um, I think my dad loves this movie. <laughs> it's a it's a great four quadrant movie. My family yeah. loved this movie. Uh, it's a I feel like it's also like a good dad movie. Um, so. my mom was the one for this movie. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. We watched this movie so much growing up because sure. I it was of like course. literature. It's also always on. It's educational. It's always on. Yes, it's like Inception always on <laughs> um i love it how about you obviously you're you're a big fan did you see this in theaters i definitely oh, did not yeah. saw this in theaters multiple times had this the soundtrack i don't i it's like in the inception camp where i don't know how many times i've seen this movie it would be on tv i would just be watching it in the background i would watch scenes i like have seen this movie so many times i love this movie i don't even it's like hard for me to be objective about like i was reviewing on a letterbox and i just couldn't I think be objective about it like in terms of stars or anything because it's like I love it so much yeah and I it's just like so nostalgic watching it like as you were saying like watching this I was like I would kill for some of these today yeah I would kill for a score that goes as hog wild as this score fucking goes this like even the fucking credits Brooke the credits I would I watched the whole fucking credits just like on my couch so in i was like yes let's go no score like the second that this movie started i was like i would actually give an arm and a leg to see this in a theater tomorrow my god yeah like next week yes i it's so also the score reminds me of the bbc sherlock score because they Mm. both use violins because sherlock plays the violin you know how it goes and the the bbc one is like anyone who's seen the show is now singing it to themselves um but i would say the score though oh this score is better by far because it is a banger this is like oh it's so good is my hot take that this is in the top three hans zimmer scores i agree with you i think it's maybe his one of his best i think not yes i think like if i'm gonna be object i know everyone says of inception but I yes. think if I'm going to be like cool about it, I want to say, like Sherlock's like the cool I mean, answer. it's so hard, but like interstellar. Oh fuck. Yeah. This so bangers, but like, and then I, so we all know that gladiator and pirates of the Caribbean are low key. The same like the score. Same score so yes. I will give it to pirate simply because it's so iconic. It's so good. Yeah. But like those three, oh, and that's not even counting fucking hot like, that's, trilogy. He's, he, listen, I don't care if he's the most popular composer no. alive. No, I don't no. give a fuck. I love it. It's like it. John Williams where you're like, oh, this is a good composer. You're oh, like, yes. good like, composer. It's like Marilyn Monroe. Oh, did you know she's hot? Did you know that Hans Zimmer makes good music? Wow, yeah. shocking. You but know, also like true. Yeah. I mean, it's He great. rules. I would kill to see him I live. love this score. This score 
rocks. I need to, coming off of Coachella weekend, seeing Danny Elfman. I was literally just about to bring that up. I was like, I need to see that Danny Elfman yeah. live show. Yeah. I mean, my, my dude gets shirtless. I had no idea he had so many <laughs> tattoos. That rules. Um, but I also need to see Hans Zimmer shred the guitar and get shirtless because that seems like it would yes. be so fun. I want to see, I, I'm sure he'll come to the Hollywood Bowl eventually. Oh, yeah. I mean, Williams did. Williams? I saw Williams. Yeah, and it was like I didn't see him. the coolest thing yeah, ever. I know, like, that's, that's what, what I want. I need I'm like sobbing in the audience. Give me like the Sherlock score. Yes. In like the bowl, he and should. I will like ascend. The thing is, he has so many scores, but like I would be viscerally upset if he didn't play like I whatever agree. the title track is from this. Yes. Um, no, it's done. It's so good. It makes me really happy. Oh my god. Um. Yes. No. So I just for me on Sherlock. So. As I said, like, as a kid, I feel like I knew Sherlock Holmes as, like, an object of, like, pop culture. Yes. Couldn't get into the books. Have tried many a time. I just don't care for them. Sorry if that's a bad take. I I don't think it's a bad take, dude. Also, like, Sherlock as nobody is like really into like the books right like it's he's a it's media all about property. the adaptations yeah. yes exactly <laughs> that's when like when i went to britain i had to like visit the home and that was like a moment where i was like this is actually cooler than any of the books yeah. like going through and doing the tour where you like see the house and like it has like all cases As around in, like, and everything two, two, you see a 221v baker street yeah you go in it's like in the house and you like take Cute. a tour of the whole house and they have like pop-ups of like all his cases and like different like sherlock stuff super cute. and that was like the coolest thing where i was like oh it's like i'm walking into the movies or like the show or whatever like that was cool versus like it's all book stuff but i'm like whatever it's like wow. the movies fucking rude as hell but whatever hey rude hey but i understand i also think that like Sherlock Holmes was kind of like an interesting early media property because he's basically like the equivalent of like a basement internet dweller. You know what I mean? He's an incel. Well, he's a weird. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's a weird he's like Mr. Robot. Kinda. Yeah, he's a weird guy who's really intelligent and nobody understands. Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! Him. Is he the Joker? He, the Joker. Yeah, he's, he's like not the Joker He's at all. misunderstood by society. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that I honestly don't think that that is no, a good yeah. call. I feel, I agree though. I feel yeah. like it's very easy to track him. There's like a very, I think the thing is like this adaptation does it really well because I think it bounces the comedy and the drama and the action very well. Yes. And it's like an intriguing mystery or whatever. And the actors are very good at their jobs. I think that if this was in the wrong hands, this property, it would be kind of hard to watch as you were saying, like it, Sherlock would be kind of grating. Well, that's the problem annoying. with BBC Sherlock is yeah. that they can't bear to make him like not the smartest person in the room. Right. And like, what's great about this movie is that one, it's in a two hour like segment mm-hmm. um but like that's the problem with i feel like sherlock in general is that because he always has to be the smartest person in the room it's very difficult to not make him deeply deeply annoying and annoying, like he's yes. supposed to be deeply annoying but like it, it, he's bumbling in this like he's kind of an idiot you need to find someone that ha- can cut him down to size in a certain way yes. instead of making him like not the butt of the joke but like make everyone being mean to him mean-spirited so you're on his side like yes. you have to be able to like in this movie be like sir you're dumb yeah no i mean that's, i'm ways. just like looking at things that yeah. like watson says to him where it's like the whole complaining thing like how am i complaining complaining about the violin at 3 a.m like that you steal my clothes we have a barter system let's <laughs> set fire to our rooms our rooms yes it's like uh the campaign to sabotage my relationship like all of their back and forth are so good because watson's constantly being like look at this fucking 
horrible person that I live with, but I also deeply love love and admire. And Holmes is doing the exact same thing for him where he's like, I hate the fact that you have this heterosexual relationship, but I also love you so much. And please, will you not move out of the house? Please don't leave. Like this is a, this is a breakup movie where Sherlock Holmes is trying so desperately to make sure that Watson doesn't break up with him. He's like, his 10 minutes are up. He's like, no, I have to, there's another thing to solve. There's more. And the thing is that like, um, you know, uh, during the press tour for this movie, I love the press tour for yes. this movie because basically every... Is it just the two of them? Well, I mean, yeah. Because, like, so fun, who though. else are you going to put in there? Rachel Mary? McAdams is, like, there. Mm. Um, but, like, the two of them did, like, a lot of press. And, like, basically every time someone asks them about, like... Um, oh, like, what about this? Or what about that? Like, what kind of movie is this? They're like, it's a romantic comedy. Hot. I think there's this one time where Jude, where Jude Law is asked if he'll do a romantic comedy again. And he's like, well, we just made one. Did That's you see it? Amazing. It's this movie. That's so good. It's so good. That's so um, good. A shout out to Jude Law, who I feel like has, I don't know, played some gay undertones. Oh, in very many a movie. Pivotal moments in his career. And I just yeah. want to say, I respect him for that. And also, I love him. Is he... A woke, woke king? king? I Do think we add him to the Mount the Mount Rushmore woke royalty? I feel like yeah, yes. yeah, we I can mean, add him. If you play Dickie Greenleaf, you y- kind Dickie of automatically are at least close. This version of John Watson, right. and even though we shall not speak her name, Dumbledore, Dumbledore, like he's Dumbled knocking on some doors, <laughs> exploring some. I'm just so mad that like they got two of the maybe like the yep. most down mainstream actors in the game, Mads Mikkelsen and, they're not and fucking Jude or Law. Ones, yeah. Like they would have kissed. A hundred percent. Yes. They would have kissed and had no problem with it. It's so infuriating. Like, uh, where? Yes. Why? Yes. <laughs> How? What? I'm so mad about Who? it. Can I? Also yes. bring up Robert Downey Jr. on this press tour saying that he plays a very butch homosexual. Or oh, sorry. Yeah, in this. <laughs> homosexual, yeah. Which I think is one of the greatest quotes. And a lot Thank of you, people RDJ. replying were like, oh, he's just causing a stir. Like, he doesn't mean this. But, like, I feel like he's, like, playing the character like that. Yeah. Right? Well, because his weak spot. I don't know. There's. We'll get to Irene Adler. Sure. There's a bunch of shit in this the movie woman. about Irene Adler, like saying that like her weak spot is Him. Sherlock, but <laughs> Sherlock's weak spot is, is Watson. Watson. And I think like the Robert Downey Jr. really plays that up and like lets his insecurities show not just that he needs to be like liked and admired. That's the BBC Sherlock take. Right. He has to always be the center of attention. And this he's like, if Watson doesn't, like if I'm not the most important person in Watson's life, I don't know what to do with myself. Right. Like I don't know how I can go on. And even when he's like despondent in his rooms and he doesn't want to do cases, it's not that he doesn't want to do cases. It's that he doesn't want to do them without Alone. Watson. Yes. He can't do it. Al- he has that quote. Yeah. He literally says like, where is it? But he's basically just like, I can't be like left alone. Like I need you. Like yeah. that's the whole movie is like, it's about this very, insecure lonely man who like needs to be with his partner yeah and they have so many like cute little quips to each other like when watson shows up in like to go in the sewers and he's like oh you look gorgeous um and when he's trying to get the key or whatever out of watson's pants and he's like well don't get too excited there's so much also physical contact between the two of them yeah like their introduction they're like 
on each other basically the handshake they're, where they're like so close together and the camera's uh, like shooting up a little bit delightful. i love that shot and they take off their hats at the same time great Ooh, it's like it's just showy enough and i think like they're both wonderfully showy actors yes, yes. and that like if you basically give them like light a little choreography ham. like to ham it up they will do it oh, so well yes it's like the perfect Ugh. vehicle for the both of them. I, I am obsessed. I'm obsessed too. And I think like love that because Watson always having to play second fiddle is usually like gets the short right. end of the stick. But he has so much. He has so much. And also, I mean, very radical of them to be like, what if Dr. Watson was one sexy motherfucker? <laughs> like, very sexy motherfucker. <laughs> that's what you get. God, it's so good. It makes How me really happy. Does it? Yeah. There's a lot of talk in this movie. I don't know if you picked up on it on like beards. Because like yeah, he, they we, make like a bearding joke they about make a bearding Rachel, joke. which I'm like, if they're making a bearding joke about Irene Adler, that means that they're acknowledging it. Right. 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 They're lampshading right? it. Right. Well, Come the, on. Right. Okay. So we mentioned this off mic, but like, we're definitely going to cover a game of shadows at some right. point, which is arguably even gayer. Which is shocking. Than this one. Well, you know, they are coming out of the shadows. Y- yes. Coming out of the closet. Oh, Sherlock Holmes, a game of closet. Oh my God. <laughs> Which one do I go into today, Watson? Oh, God. And, like, listen, I... Why did you tell me that thing about Sherlock Holmes 3, like, allegedly? I'm sorry. How I'm am sorry. I, how am I supposed to just go through life knowing that that is a possibility? A tantalizing That's, carrot. I can't believe you would do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're a dog chasing a bone now I that will to, never happen. I need happen. to investigate more about that source. That I don't think that's... That look, I'm going to say that source is probably not good, but I'm going to let you believe it. I hate you. It's Why this guy from this Reddit who was like, ooh, I have an idea. <laughs> R backslash... Sherlock gay? The game is afoot. Um, ooh, ooh <laughs> my dear Watson. I'm sure there's a Sherlock subreddit. Um, Can I'm we sure start doing that for ourselves? Like, referring to each other as like, my dear fellow, my dear Brooke. My dear Gustafson. It yeah. doesn't really have the same no, ring it to it. My dear helpmate, mm. the best and wisest woman I know. Thank you. He really does call him the best and wisest man right? that I know. Oh, my God. I'm unwell. <laughs> Why are they not kissing? I mean, they're just like, the thing is that they don't even need to kiss because they've already been married for years. That's true. Yes. Like, they're so domestic. Yes. That's what's always been interesting to me about the Holmes and Watson relationship is that, like, I think in, like, the structure of the books until they kind of get, like, I don't know, until he does, like, prequels mm-hmm. and stuff like that, or he, like, starts messing with the timeline order. They're just always, like, roommates. Right. Like, they're just always living like, together. together. Well, it's like Batman and Robin. Y- yeah. 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 Like, um, like, honestly, you know? Yeah. But it's, like, I, I just love how they've just always been together, and mm. they kind of, like, will always be together. Yeah. And then it's, like, I think that because all of the you know various sherlock properties need to introduce conflict to the Holmes right. and watson relationship they always introduce Mary and yes. irene yes yes and sometimes moriarty well it's like i like to quote red letter media which they say this a lot but it's a case of the not gaze where oh. you have your character and you have to literally introduce like a woman to be like straightify look, them look, look they're not gay yeah. like look there's a conflict here with this there's woman. women right and you're like especially in this movie you look at it and you're like this is like, if anything, she's going to move in with them. 
You know what I mean? And it's like a Yumi and Dupree situation. <laughs> like, there's no world in which, like, Watson actually wholly moves out and on from Sherlock. Well, A Game of Shadows is just, like, him, Sherlock, and Mary in, like, a weird little throuple. Right. Like, like aren't they, like, on the movie. road or something like that? They are literally on their honeymoon. Right. Which Sherlock yes. crashes. Yes. Anyway, we'll we'll save Incredible. that for the other, for whenever we do that oh movie. Oh, my God. But, like, okay. So, I want to talk about Irene Adler for I a moment it. as a McAdams. character. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, we fucking love Rachel McAdams. She is quite the snack at this movie. She is so beautiful. It's kind I of insane. I love her. She is, like, how is she so underrated? She's so good. She's so funny. She's so charming. Her screen presence, I eat it up. Yes. She's so lovely. And God. she's so, like, beautiful. I just, I love I would her. I would to solve a crime with her. Um, that being said, this role fucking sucks. And it sucks in basically yes. every iteration of Sherlock Holmes' mm. adaptation, you mentioned uh, the woman, which the is woman. how Sherlock refers to <laughs> the her women in the Arthur Conan Doyle books, the women. <laughs> but like that is how he refers to her in the BBC Sherlock show too. Oh, Listen, God. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna that's, delve. I feel like that's more grating than this. Oh, it's worse. I'm not gonna delve too deep, but I'm just gonna tell you a story about BBC Sherlock, Love and it. you're gonna yes. like lose your mind. Okay, so. Who plays her? Sorry. In BBC Sherlock. Yeah, it is, is it this we know? British actress. Shocking. Um, wait, no, I need to, I need to give was her. Was she on Doctor Who? There was a time when I would have been able to tell you her name in a fucking second. I, Kelly Riley, who plays um, um, Mary. Mary. I like couldn't place her for the longest time because I thought that she was from Hot Fuzz, the <laughs> blonde from Hot Fuzz. And I like kept getting the two No, construed. Pride and Prejudice, baby. I know. And that's what, that was my realization where I'm like, oh, right. She's the Pride and Prejudice girl. The the hit show Yellowstone. Mm. She plays like the only daughter. I, mean, I should say yes, because that is the number one show in America. It is the number one show in America. Okay. So insane. Let me go to season three right now of, wait, no, just kidding. Season two. I need to look up who this actress is from. Uh, Here, do you want me to look it up as you tell no, the story? No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, Because she's really good. I just feel like she gets like royally fucked over. Surprise, surprise. How shocking. So she's played by Laura Pulver. Um, she, she Again, was another very, British name. A very good, very good actress. <laughs> um, I love how all these properties just bring in all the Brits and you have to like graduate from the BBC right. school of acting. Exactly. To know. But I just say so BBC Sherlock kind of like famously because it's set in the modern day has like a lot more in jokes about like Sherlock and Holmes being sort of gay. Like when they move in together, their landlady is like, oh, don't worry. Like we accept like all kinds of people. I have like married ones upstairs. And like that is just that's the tip of the iceberg. There's so many of them already annoyed but there's so when they introduce irene adler they basically introduce her as like a suspect in a case because the whole point of of her as a character is that she's one she's the one woman who can live up to sherlock's intelligence isn't that crazy the only woman and so naturally like he has to fall in love with her right of course even though she's never allowed to be smarter than him in any of this stuff and it drives me insane but in bbc sherlock she is a lesbian and their whole arc wait, wait. their whole arc <laughs> and the, can i just say one of the creators and like writers on the show is a gay man like which there's a lot i, was like, I feel like we can unpack some there's stuff a lot there. to unpack yeah but like is a lesbian and her whole arc with like her pseudo romantic like cat and mouse game I'm with sherlock sp- is that like he's the one man no that she, no, she's no 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 don't say straight it. For? don't say it and they Fuck. and they like they parallel but not her, in a by way but not in a by way yes. no she's yeah, uh-huh, a lesbian uh-huh, except uh-huh. for sherlock and like they parallel her with john watson and he's like i'm 
straight. And she's like, well, except for Sherlock. But then they never get together. It's- That's <laughs> insane. Brooke, I'm white yeah. with rage. There is literally an exchange on the show when Watson is like, you know, I'm not actually gay. And she goes, I am. Look at us both. And it's like, oh, so you both fell for My Sherlock. God. But what is, <laughs> wasn't there like a movie or a show? Oh, fucking it was must not be named where a character who explicitly states that they're lesbian then ends up sleeping with a man. Wait, what what are you talking about? On Euphoria. But Oh, Euphoria? With Hunter Schaefer, yeah. Well, to be fair. But like yeah. Still bad. I know. But like I was thinking not I as feel like that is like opinion. that's I feel like it's such a common trope. I don't know where we've seen it before, but it feels like something that has like come up again and I don't know why. I don't even know if I've seen it a lot, but like where that like one gay person has to break their gayness for this other person because yeah. it's like, oh, this is my equal or something like that, which is like exhausting when they could either a just be bi or just make them bi. Don't have that happen. I also this is like I I don't really should I say this? Go for it. Okay. I, can cut it. I don't, I only mean this in relation to like creators using it to get out of making explicitly like queer characters is sure. that when characters are created in media and it's like, well, they just like, they don't put a label on it. It's mm. just like whatever. And I think that like, that is extremely valid for people to do right. in real life. Like, please right. do like, whatever feels is right a spectrum, of course. for yeah. you. But I feel like it happens so often in media where it's like, oh, these characters are just kind of like here being vaguely queer, but like we, there's no label But they're, they're, they're queer, just, but then yeah. the primary relationship is a heterosexual relationship. I actually, and... you talked about Euphoria. I think um, the Elliot character is really interesting right. where he's like, I'm not straight, but I'm not gay. I'm just kind of vibing. Right. But then like, they just stick him in a straight yeah. relationship and yeah. like use him to like break up like the show's sapphic right. relationship. Yeah. It's so it's bizarre and weird. It happens so weird. time and time again. But I think that like honestly to bring it back, I think that like Irene Adler is used in that way a lot to mm. be like the woman that Sherlock like can't get away from because like she's so intelligent and sexy. But yeah. like the because the character of Sherlock Holmes is sort of like kind of asexual by nature right. or at least is uncomfortable with traditional like sexual Sexuality. attraction yeah. and affection it is always weird it's always yes. weird it's always bizarre yeah it's so I, bizarre i don't like it i just wish she was just not in it yeah. um also you remember the nbc show elementary which was like another modern sherlock adaptation? i was gonna say that one gender swaps right yeah and they don't end up together which is kind of like nice mm-hmm. sort of because they were like we just wanted to be like a story about platonic love and like we've basically never seen that on network tv and i was like this is actually fair that's true um but in that one they also gender swap moriarty and she's sherlock's ex-lover and she's played by sexy sexy woman natalie dormer fucking love her there's this gif of her like eating an apple in a hammock Wait, so that sherlock i think about all the time uh, sherlock's sh- a guy sure oh it's johnny oh. lee miller and then Lucy Liu plays I Dr. Lucy Joan Liu Watson. was Sherlock. No, Lucy Liu is Watson. I don't know if that's as exciting. I feel and like it would be cool together. if they gender swap Sherlock where Sherlock's a girl. Mm. Right? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but they didn't do that. And he's also like an insane drug addict. Well, he's, oh but that's, that's, that's a character trait I know, I know. Yawn, anyway, yawn. But, I like also, how this movie does it where it's like, yeah. he's like drinking like eye cleaner or something. You know what I mean? Like for eye surgery. Like, yeah. Where it's like, I get that he's like a drug addict or whatever, but like I prefer this version where he's just like a fucking 
idiot loser. He's and more. He's. It's certainly more like family friendly. Right. But it's but just like, it's charming. Yeah. yeah. And it definitely is charming. And he's sort of like a, an eccentric weirdo. Right. Yes. As opposed to someone who like maybe needs like intense therapy yeah like i feel like that's <laughs> yeah. sort of what's grating about like why i i guess always bump with like super serious sherlock is as you had mentioned where it's like if you have this super smart egotistical character who is so wrapped up in his brains being the best brains yeah when it's played so serious and he has these troubles and like i'm dealing with addiction and all these things i'm like okay like i fucking get it like it's a lot like pump the fucking brakes and i feel like what's nice about this maybe it's just the time we're living in and things that I like, but it's just somewhat refreshing when you just have a character who can be smart, but also be like an idiot. And yeah. like, cause that's ultimately like human nature and it's more engaging to watch someone who can be smart, but also have foils and like flaws. And like, obviously like, it's a flaw to have a drug addiction or whatever. Like I understand that that's you're, his you're character. You're making a very good like point. Flaw, but it's just yes. like, we get it. It's exhausting. Yeah. Like, I don't want to live with you forever, you know? I agree. And I think that, like, you know, this is giving very, like, Johnny Depp, Pirates of the Caribbean, like, mm-hmm. bumbling on the outside, but totally, secretly, yeah. like, kind Smart of a on genius. The inside, yeah. Like, I, I think, like, one of the best scenes in this movie is when he's analyzing Mary mm, at dinner. Yes, yes, yes. And he, like, is technically right, but he is so wrong at the right. same time. Yes. And, like, he gets... I don't know, he gets a glass of wine thrown on him. It's yeah. amazing. So I like that, like, when he sort of tries to make it a thing, it blows up in his face. Yes. And his best work is when he's literally just, like, stumbling around and right. falling off rooftops. Literally, <laughs> like, when he's chasing after Rachel McAdams yeah. and he, like, picks up on it because he's, like, throwing a nose on it and he falls out the window or whatever. Like, that's phenomenal. Yeah, and so it good. looks good as well. Like, that all works so cohesively. Yeah. While we're just saying it, this movie has held up pretty well with its CG and like the visual effects and everything. Like obviously you can tell that London is CG, right. but I love how grimy and dirty, like it almost like works for the storybook nature of the movie. It's really nice. And I, this is like a movie that's like very blue and gray, yes. but like, but it's, it's a good blue and gray it's though. It's properly lit. That was the note what that I had. Concept? I was like, this movie's so gray, but I actually like this gray. It's actually lit properly. Yes. That's the yes. thing. It's like blue and gray with contrast. And it's like, of course it's like London. It's yeah. foggy. It's foggy. Rainy London town. <laughs> I'm gonna pull up with my London fog. Literally with London almond milk. <laughs> um, yes. I do love a London fog. Oh, it's Can't my favorite deny. drink. No, I agree though. But like even the boxing, I'm like, this is all brown, but it works. It's like all of the things are done well because you have well one a talented DP who shot the Philip Rousseau who we talked about because he shot the nice guys interview with the vampire. Fucking great Big looking Fish, movie. Constantine. River runs through it. Yes. Dangerous liaisons. Like my guy went off. Those were perfect, like moody movies. That yes. still like interview yes. with a vampire is Loki. Like such a good looking movie. It's such a good looking. Did so you good. see the teaser that AMC released for their show? Uh, when did they release it? Uh, like two days ago. No. Yes, I was watching live TV. Oh, what fuck. was I watching on live TV? I don't know what I was... Oh, Better Call Saul. It was on AMC. That's why. The one time you watch a TV show, they release a trailer for Interview with the Vampire and... A teaser. It's just a teaser. But it's like a whole new interview with the Vampire show is coming and it's going to be explicitly gay, Brooke. So like, buckle up. Get ready. It's coming for the Patreon. Oh my God. 
You're gonna uh, die. Okay, I'm like now. I'm like, can I like look at it? I'll look at it after this. Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. No, it's maybe good. I'll do it's it good. at the very end of the episode. You can get live, live on live my reaction. I love it. Great. Um. Anyway, I am so excited. You have no idea. Yes, but no. But this movie looks amazing. Yeah. The slow motion action. We've talked about Zack Snyder a lot. It could be grating <laughs> and it could be dumb. But like, I weirdly have such a delightful time with the bare knuckle boxing. I think it's so funny, as you were saying, when he like envisions it, like when he p- double palm smacks the guy. Yeah. Or whatever yeah. like it's just fun and it's so comfortable in being campy and fun and just exhuming this like energy that i feel like a lot of mainstream blockbuster movies nowadays don't have where they try to have too much fun and make fun of themselves whereas this movie has fun without making fun of itself yes. which is so refreshing this is actually a very cool movie it's so cool <laughs> like it's pretty cool like the supernatural elements of mark strong are kind of fucking dope where you're like is it supernatural is it not obviously it's not going to be but, but like how the are they going to figure it out it yeah. i also i like if you want to talk about like character intros i yes. think his like future vision or whatever you want to call it is such a great character it intro because it makes you like perk up immediately and be like what am i listening to and yes. like watching because right it's his now. voice too, where he's like, "Oh yeah." Hey, I just want to say, I feel like he sometimes gets knocked for his accent, but yeah. uh, the director Guy Ritchie himself said that he has mm-hmm. an impeccable British accent. So I don't know. Argue with I believe Guy it. Ritchie. Sure. Do you think it? How do you think it holds up versus Oscar Isaac? So why? Like, why would you ask me to compare those Sometimes I two? can't tell my waking dreams from my nightmares, Mister Holmes. I mean, I like it's. It's sort of. I feel like Robert Downey Jr. is very quintessentially American. So when it was yeah. like he is playing Sherlock Holmes, everyone was like, "What?" Right, right. But we should I probably mean, have a British person weigh in, but he, it's fine. He crushes. I mean, I don't think we need to worry about like <laughs> the get politics on the line right of now. accents. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, no, it's it's good. I agree. I wanted to return to the supernatural element of I it. I do too. Yes, not supernatural the on the CW. But Mark Strong, colon, our villain. King. Fucking love the man. Can we talk about this evil run Stanley that he Tucci? Had? Oh, truly, um, but like why i he like made i don't know if you remember but they made like an advertisement for watches or cars where they were like it's nice to be a villain and he was like the focal point of it <laughs> and because he has i'm sure he's a lovely man but he's been a villain in like kick-ass robin hood is he the villain in the eagle i don't remember uh green lantern shazam cruella i actually think he's not the villain in the eagle shocking that's shocking i remember when i saw kingsman for the first time and he wasn't the villain and i was like blown away i was like wait mark strong's not the villain in this i'm so happy every time he shows up in something also the man works yeah. The man oh, works, works like no one works. Can we talk about the prosthetic oh, tooth Shazam? that he has? I know. I it's what just, yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't know. No, sorry. Yes. I missed that. Yeah. He's the villain in Shazam. He eats that roll alive. Yes. He's also allegedly in Murder Mystery 2 starring Adam Sandler and uh, Jennifer Aniston. I hope he's the villain. I wonder if he's going to be the villain in that I one. hope so. I feel like that's... I kind of like... This is really dumb. I don't know how you feel about this. I don't even know if we've talked about this on mic. But we've reached a point where like every villain has to have such a devastating backstory. And they all have to have such like emotional reasons for their stuff, which is good. And I'm glad that villains have reasons, but I also somewhat miss mainstream four quadrant blockbuster movies, just having villains who just like kind of want to be evil. The thing and is like, remember when we talked about like queer coding villains and how that was like a giant yes, problem. Yes. And like it is, but like the, the annoying thing about people like doing that kind of shit is that when you swing the other way, you're like, but I actually miss like yes. the can't be gay villains. Right. Like I don't want someone super serious. I don't want someone tortured. And I also know someone who who's just kind of like boring. Right, exactly. exactly. Do you remember how they made Hot Jafar in New Aladdin? Right, like so Jafar boring. should have been so fruity. 
Yes. And like Guy Ritchie, why did he not pull from this? I gotta say though, I think that was maybe Guy Ritchie's fault. Or we can blame Disney. I think we can blame Disney for, yeah, for everything. Yeah. I don't know if it was. Because his you fault. know I love that actor. Oh yeah. Oh, he's a snack. Him. He's yeah. a snack and we know he can act turn up the gay yeah, if yeah. he wants yes. to. Um But no. Do you know what I'm saying though? Yes. Like, I like I like this movie because like Mark Strong is like He's not giving any reason. He's just like, I'm bad and that's okay. And yeah. that's my entire and character. That's actually valid. Right. And I'm and really like, proud you know of what? him. I'm okay for you. <laughs> like you go be bad, yes. Mark Strong. You try to kill Parliament. <laughs> I think like so when I was because we are roughly the same age. I think we saw this movie at roughly the same very age. Much so. A very pivotal I was also in my Percy Jackson phase. Mm-hmm. Very pivotal moment in time. The fact this is not gonna make sense to anyone except for me. But the fact that like the crimes that Mark Strong is that Lord committing. Blackwood is committing are one based on the four elements oh. and two are like these little like pieces of the Sphinx, which are oh, which yes. is like yes. this amazing uh-huh. like symbol for them. I was like, this is the absolute shit that no, so I have cool. been waiting yes. for. Like I love like these big Brooke. grand design like uh, Which are like, like zooms out and yeah. he's doing his like drug trip solving it. Right. Phenomenal. Committing crimes based around the four elements. Like fucking Dude, yes. Rules. Of rules. course. Inject it's it directly so into my veins. Good. And yeah. the way that the deaths happen I feel like as well is oh, very it's so fun. Good. <laughs> it's so the good. The guy who lights himself on fire is Delightful. the best. A classic. Yeah. A classic. I, rem- I mean the whole boat scene fight is oh. fucking phenomenal. I think if we're going to talk about times when like Jude Law and Robert Downey Jr. are just like crackling off each other. Yes. That like shot <laughs> when Juba like pulls him down yes. into the I don't know what you into call it, like, like the grooves the, where the boat has gone. Yeah. Yes, and you just see Robert Downey Jr. looking like absolutely terrified. terrified. It yes. is so good. It's so because then you have the giant thing like coming yes. almost hit his head. Yeah, it's so good. It's I I love this movie. I, <laughs> I like, had such a great time rewatching. I it. was so nervous rewatching because like as we've said, I've watched this movie so many times, yeah. but I did reach a point probably in like college or high school where i didn't rewatch it like at least once a month or something <laughs> so i haven't seen it in so long and it was like i on like in all honesty don't, haven't seen game of shadows that much i've maybe seen it, like two or three times yeah but like i've rewatched this movie so much i think so a game of shadows is not I don't remember being great. that great yeah it's fine i'm sure i actually feel like it would maybe hold up better on rewatch probably be like, we'd be I, like I wow this, this is so refreshing i just want it so badly but it's like there's like weird sort of like romanian like right. traveler yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. that's like very i remember them on a train like, outdated and yeah. like not great and like it's it's more boring like the train bit is great and then the Doesn't final chess with, like, game is he, great do, we think sherlock's dead but he's actually alive right yeah. wait yeah. do you i have some some good trivia for you Love about trivia. the, yes, the reichenbach falls which is like the waterfall that sure. he like falls into it's from arthur conan doyle in a bbc sherlock he jumps off a building um and fakes his own death moriarty is there it's hot um (laughs) but (laughs) the thing is is that guy or guy Ritchie, arthur conan doyle was like fucking sick of writing sherlock holmes and he was like i'm done i'm done with this i'm so sick of this like get off my back i just want to go live a quiet life and he killed off sherlock holmes and everyone was so mad and made his life such a living hell in london that he was like fine i guess he faked his death and brought him back that's from so the dead. iconic but it's honestly perfect and i feel like why this property gets adapted so much is because you can literally kill off your main character right. like he, canonically totally, and yes. then bring him back canonically right 100 i mean yeah. this movie does it with mark strong he's dead but yeah. comes back to life and also a fun reveal so fun 
I love that final scene when Sherlock is kind of like accidentally hanging himself a little bit. Yes. And Watson's yes. like, oh, I'm enjoying this. Oh, I'm just going to play with this. Yes. Oh, <laughs> my God. This movie's so fun, Brooke. It's so fun. And like, it really is like gay. It's like, so gay. Yeah. Yeah. Can we, I'm just like looking do at the want, plot. Do yeah. you want to talk about the plot? Let's see. I mean, I don't know if there's like much that we need to talk about. The titles are fucking incredible of this movie. Titles rock. I did forget that it was about sacrificing bodies. It was so, I started watching it and I was like, how much am I going to remember? And the minute we get to Mark Strong and like the, with the body splayed out, like truly like Sherlock, like my head flew back and everything rushed forward and like the plot like came to me. I remember literally every single sequence. And I also feel like this is one of those movies where it is technically very well written because if you watch it after you've seen it 50 times, you're like, there are no plot holes. When you're watching it like the first time, you're like, what? This does not make sense. What the fuck is going on? But if you you dig into it, it's very well constructed. They lay everything out there, yes. But you're like, okay. Simon Kingberg (laughs) coming in. Mr. fucking Kingsman himself. Yeah, he's there. You can see, I feel like, some Kingsman influence, honestly. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think it was sort of like when Kingsman came out, people were like, wait, wait, wait. Guy Ritchie didn't? Right? Is he? I feel like I conflate Simon Kinberg and hopefully not Taron Egerton. No, no, no. Uh, Simon Kinberg is Mr. And Mrs. Smith, Cinderella. Oh no, he's X Men. Wow, I messed up there. Well, I didn't That's question fine. you on it. So. Thank you for believing me. No, no problem. I, oh, he just did the three five five. Of course. Oh, of course. Of course, bro. Do you know I still haven't seen that movie? Isn't that surprising? That's actually. It's available shocking. on like Roku TV or something. Like I can watch it right now. Are you sure it's not available on like pleasewatchthis.com? <laughs> One two three movies. Yeah. Um, they actually give you five dollars every time yes. you watch the movie. Um, I will watch it. The three five five. Yeah. Did you know when <laughs> that was literally when that was announced? I set instagram alerts oh, twitter I'm, alerts this is not surprising and then when it came out i was like i said these things like four years was it ago. like ava when that movie came out to do alerts for ava i did not have alerts for ava that even that was too too low for me um, wasn't there wasn't there i feel like there was a third chastain action film that chastain action film or is it just those two i mean or is I molly's am, game i am a miss sloan defender that's what it is miss but sloan. it's not an it's action not movie action. It's, it's a, a political crime? thriller okay it's like it's like a dc thriller i stand by the fact that that movie is actually really good it's her and gugu mavatha raw i mean like sure it's a little it's it's a a little guy i mean like kind of there's this whole like crazy subplot where like she hires jake lacy to be like he's like a high-end prostitute oh okay okay i was Um, a lawyer and i was like jake lacy no 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 no. he's like a high-end like call boy essentially who she hires because she's like she like sees everything as like very transactional she eats at the same time place like every night because she's like i just eat to like it gives me like the proper amount of like protein and like carbs or whatever and that's what she's like i have sex like once every two weeks just like keep things like moving because it's like healthy for you to orgasm but like gugu mavatara is like the woman who like breaks her heart exterior and they like uncover dc corruption good should i i it's should we add Miss Sloan to the queer quadrant? Let me see. Is Miss Sloan going to be our next five star film? <laughs> um, I would probably like have to rewatch okay, it. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can I make a deal with you? Or sure, a sure. Well, I will watch Miss Sloan before you watch any of the Muppet movies. So I actually, I had a weekend off last weekend and I had a reminder on my phone that was like, do Muppets Marathon. And then I was like, the bit is too good. I just have to keep it going forever. I was <laughs> like, it. it's been. Do you think I should try to do it before our 100th episode? I say 
by Christmas of 2022. No, like, I don't want to just set arbitrary <laughs> goals. I either have to do it completely randomly or I yeah. just have to never do it. Just or don't tell me. Just don't tell me. It has to be something special. I'll, I'll trust you. Well, I was you. gonna, but then I didn't. It's fine. I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm not It'll come eventually, sorry, but do you want to take that bet that um, I will see Miss Sloan before the Muppets? I mean, I actually will. And I have good news for you. It was released on 1600 screens, so. Oh, fuck. Miss Sloan's coming soon. It was only in theaters right? for six weeks. That is so sad. <laughs> Can I make a bet that this movie uh, was in theaters more than six weeks? Uh, yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. How unsurprising. Um, we have more things to talk about. Do yes, we? we do. No, back yes. to this movie. Okay, so obviously, like the two of them, they're like old married couple. The woman's asking, "Will your are the guys like will your colleague move with you?" All of this entire opening is just Sherlock being upset that Watson is literally moving out because he is proposing to marry, but he right. hasn't actually he proposed, hasn't proposed yet. yet. This whole movie is about him like proposing and then immediately allegedly like moving Resenting in with her. It, yes. Um. So, but like Sherlock is just so jealous. Yes. The whole movie. The entire thing. And like the thing is that Watson like doesn't really want to go. No, they're bound together, which they say in this movie. Yeah. And like he can never resist a case that no. moment where he's like, I'm gonna go have dinner with Mary's parents and then just doesn't, doesn't go. Doesn't go. Yes. Like he can't leave his side. Like yeah. the fight scene when he's like, Whatever, time's up. Like obviously My ten he, minutes are up. Right. Yeah. But like he wouldn't leave because of the fight. But like he also wouldn't leave because he can't leave Sherlock alone. Like he can't leave him together. And like obviously the whole plan with him jumping in the water or whatever, like and them debating about what window, but they're still bickering, but of course he would be the one to pull him up out of the water. Like who else is gonna be there to get him? Well, yeah, because it's like they it's there sort of is like a little thruple in like the third act, which is uh, Watson, Sherlock, and Irene, but... Which is honestly, like, is that cinema's hottest throuple? I mean, pretty hot throuple. Pretty hot throuple. I like the I like the moments when they are kind of, like, just all working together as a yeah. team, but then, I don't know, I always think it's annoying in the final set piece that she gets taken out, like, basically yeah. no, immediately, yeah, totally. and then just ends up passed out on the platform for, like, 20 minutes. Drives I do like the insane. sword fight. Um, Nothing better than a big sword fight. He has a sword in his cane. Cool. Nothing cool. better. Also, like so guy Richie. oh guy, guy Richie's like can i pull a sword out of let's and see and then he pulls uh, a sword out of his cane right <laughs> okay this movie is like crushed up adderall and cocaine mixed together oh and God. snorted in a mountain like that's what this movie feels like while watching it uh with a little pinch of english breakfast tea mm, delightful what, what a snort mm, uh-huh anyway I, I love the I do like Watson, like obviously as being a doctor, but I think one of the coolest skills that someone can have and just in real life is like when they're able to pinpoint when someone died, like how long ago. And right. they do that in this movie. And that is like truly such a cool it's, thing. Like it's that, super that, that that exists in yeah. real life. You know what I mean? This is the old timey version of it too, when they have to be like judging by the centimeter right. around the eye socket yes. or whatever. Cool. Yeah, it's the best. I mean, I love all like there's I love crime that's set in like the pre- The macabre. Yes. Oh, when everyone is afraid of like the devil. Yes. Um yes. and that they also have to like have a lock picking kits and like doctors kits and like everything is just so like fun and steampunk. And and that, like, rules. they're doing the supernatural with these very kind of, like, janky, like, scientific tricks. Right, I just right. think is so much fun. It's, like, the perfect blend of everything. It's, like, truly, like, the best daiquiri you could ask for. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think, like, obviously it's helped, like we said, by, like, the chemistry between the leads. And I think, like, it's just good to have them be, like, fun and nimble and, like, really, like, just... 
I don't know. It's just light on their feet. Perfect. Yeah. Um, allegedly. This, oh, sorry. Allegedly, Guy Ritchie originally envisioned Russell Crowe for the role of I Watson, which would have been very no, weird. Not sexy Watson. But I mean, like, we love a nice guy's dynamic. Oh, However, I feel like he's like this. a little bit too much of a sad sack. And Watson. I agree. And this yes. is so good because he's like so fucking sexy. Yes. Oh. Thank God. Maybe Shane Black took notes and was like, I saw that and I'm going to use him for the nice guys. <laughs> God, imagine like a nice. We were talking about the nice guys. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang crossover. Yes. A nice guy Sherlock Holmes crossover would be so delightful i mean there would have to be some time travel involved but of course <laughs> but like i would buy into it for sure do you think they should like meet in the middle in like the 1950s oh that would be so fun i think it's all an old hollywood in 1950 it should be like the 30s or the 20s i guess it's oh right right because nice guys is in yeah, the 70s. Like the i was 70s like yes the yeah. nice guys which takes place in, in present day anyway <laughs> um okay so i mean like the plot Really, like, w- the the mystery engine is that this yes. uh, aristocratic, like, head of the Illuminati, essentially. Um, That's also, sorry, that's why it works, I feel like, versus Game of Shadows, right? Because it's, like, about aristocratic Britain. It's also a cooler, like, I don't even, the the villain of the second movie is Moriarty, but, like, it's, it's kind of weird. It's, like, a travel movie. Right. And, like, it's not as, like, fun. Yeah. And, like, the stakes are higher, so it's, like, darker, which is fine, in theory but i don't know there's like they're not really at baker street very much and i think that like the mystery is just not as because this is a really like actually like tightly plotted mystery he's committing four crimes in like this little pentagram business and like that's what it is yes it's it's it's, yes 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 it's like a nice (laughs) it's a, a nice little contained Crime. Mystery. Yeah. Um, also, You're saying sorry. The Illuminati. Right. We, Always we, good. Not the Illuminati, but like. Like, but the Illuminati. The Illuminati. Yeah. Except and like old white men being bad as well. Great. I, classic. classic. Kill them all. <laughs> but yes, Lord Blackwood is like, like we said, doing human sacrifices and like he ends up dying mm-hmm. uh, in Act One, but then he's basically like, Sherlock, I'm going to like haunt you from beyond the grave. Rules. And then he comes back. Great. He rises from the dead. Really good Easter movie. Oh, um, phenomenal. Good timing us. Someone rising from the dead always a have classic. to stand um and then it's sort of like <laughs> this time when Somehow. i was watching when i was watching the movie when yeah. irene adler comes in and is like i need you to find this man and they very quickly realize that the man who she needs them to find is involved in the the blackwood murder yeah. all i could think of was robert Downey jr from kiss kiss bang bang when he's like your case my case same fucking case like great yes. it just echoed in my brain ring always um, rattling always yeah. irene rattling i mean robert Downey jr in like detective movies it's the best is a really good for little him. genre iron man 3 <laughs> iron he's man kind of in detective mode right it's certainly in buddy comedy mode yes yes um anyway so irene shows up looking very sexy Delightful. in her pink ensemble i love that it builds to the beneath this pillow lies the key to my escape I think that's a fun bit. You like that? I actually I really don't think like it's that some scene of at all. The, I think it's some of the hottest Robert Downey Jr.'s look. I mean, he, he looks... He looks, he looks really good He's in this movie. jacked as shit in this movie. Did you know he actually lost weight, though, for this movie? I know. and that's Because of Chris Martin. That's... You can, like, see all of his... His gaunt, sort of. Yeah, yeah, but, like, when he's bare-knuckle boxing, you're like, this man is ripped oh yeah yeah because i love when he also holds his hands like those old-timey boxer photos oh, yeah it's so funny it's really good they yeah. like they knew exactly what they were yes, doing they did. i happen to not really like that hotel room scene sure. I, just I just think it's, it's low-hanging fruit I, of <laughs> something's saying <laughs> pun intended <laughs> oh god um i don't know again this is what i'm saying like irene yeah. adler is like an impossible character because she's like the femme fatale to this man who like 
for all intents and purposes is not interested in women yes. and like she's just never allowed to be an interesting character Agreed. and it drives me crazy Ugh, it's yeah. fine um at least what mary is like not in this movie very much because she is equally a terrible mary's a, mary's a wet blanket honey she's way worse i mean arthur conan doyle i like have some questions about like his thoughts towards women in general mm. and particularly the way he writes them I'm i would not just say like, probably great brooke no i mean just it's not good it's not good it's but a real case of potatoes okay. and potatoes potatoes and potatoes <laughs> what were you gonna say was i gonna say anything i don't know i don't know something about irene adler or mary's a wet blanket oh that's all moving yeah moving on yeah but they end up solving all the murders great um before blackwood can poison all of parliament they have to blow up a boat in the me or let a boat set a boat free yes. into the london harbor i like that what's is it the london bridge no no it's tower bridge being constructed <laughs> okay yes. thank you very good the british jordan knowledge coming in thank you thank you very good final set piece i like that lord blackwood gets hung hanged agree. for yes. real but accidentally so sherlock is right not his hands are a little clean yeah. yes yes i love that oh we own oh, brook yeah brooke, 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 brooke. what do we forget we have not mentioned the police man that uh, Sherlock works with. Uh, oh, Eddie, Greg Lestrade. Eddie Marson. My, my uh, fucking boy. One of the most British looking men ever in so existence. British. Same as our boy from the imitation game. What's his face? Uh, British namey boy. Oh, um, Matthew Good. No, 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 no. I'll pull it up. But he... I, is it not Matthew Good? No, no. I mean, Matthew oh, Good is this, I Rory... <laughs> what is it? Rory... Parker, Rory British. It's man. not Rory Kinnear. <laughs> it is Rory Kinnear. Is it Rory? Rory Kinnear? Wait, no. I don't yes, think it is. <laughs> Rory Kinnear. Rory. K- okay, Eddie Marson joins the Rory Kinnear Tubbis Middleton. I love camp Tubbis of Middleton. Like British, like the most Image British. And sound, Image and Poots, the classic, <laughs> the most British sounding people of okay, all time. Wait, can I just say shout out to Rory Kinnear who? <laughs> Is really good, and our flag means death. Uh, yeah, he plays evil twins in that show. Gr- it's so good. Isn't that the bit that he's doing in, in the upcoming men. men? Yes, I don't remember who tweeted this, but someone tweeted the uh, someone tweeted just like a photoshopped picture of him on the is it Lucky Charms where it's like oops all marshmallows or yeah. whatever, and it was like oops all oh. Rory Kinnears. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It's so funny. I, I'll try to find it for we you. We have to tweet that. Um, Anyway, oh my God. but do you know what I'm love saying? Rory, Rory Kinnear. Kinnear. How do you get there's on this? A, oh, Eddie there's Marson. a Venn diagram of British names. And Eddie Marson plays a, a very nice German man in Atomic Blonde. He's the yeah, guy yeah. who they're trying to get yeah, out. A little short man, yeah. Yeah, um, I love him. Um, He's gr- I know, I, I truly love him, but every time I see him, I'm just like, you are so British. Yes. I will also say, Inspector Lestrade, proof that you can make a supporting character interesting as mm-hmm. long as she's not a woman, apparently. Um, but like the twist for him is good. It's great. And he's so fun. He's Loki, the best part of BBC Sherlock. Really? He is Who so good. He's played by another very British, British sounding person. Man. Um, I don't know. Maybe you would know him from like a room with a view and Maurice. He's like kind of in like that oh, James Ivory oh, camp. Yeah, His name yeah, is yeah. Rupert Graves, an extremely British a sounding classic name. Classic British. And he's hottie i'm just gonna say it i love it he's a hottie i don't know how this was for you but this movie had a profound impact on me falling in love with like british 
culture and like desperately wanting to visit London. Are you coming out as a, what's it called when you're obsessed with the UK? Whatever Uh, that version of a Francophile is. Yeah. Uh, An Anglophile. An Anglophile. Yes. You're coming out as an Anglophile on this podcast right now. See, I was kind of like crime. This, this movie made me really want to like write and be involved Mm. with like criminal activities on screen. Have you played Assassin's, well, no, you haven't played, but have you seen anything from the Assassin's Creed set in foggy london town this time period i had no idea it existed what's it called uh assassin's creed foggy london town i think so yeah it's it's, uh (laughs) let me pull up the name brooke i will say that it was one of the i a lot of people knocked it i had a delightful time with it you can play as a guy and a gal oh fine which you know break the binary not I don't yet. think it's not choices yet. No, it's fine. but it's fine. It's fine. I don't think there's like any sexuality actually. Oh, even but it's better. So fun. And it's set in this like steampunky London Ooh. Assassin's Creed syndicate. Oh, Brooke, let me tell you so many top hats. That sounds really good. So many trains. That's the thing is that like, I feel like the legacy of the Assassin's Creed video game franchise is that it's just catering to everyone that's like wants to be a pirate or like an old timey detective yes. or like run around ancient Greece. Like yes. they always know they exactly know what, we want. what setting or the it. revolutionary the war Vikings <laughs> makes me so happy. I love, I, it, I, it's there's so nothing better. I think it's so funny. It really shows our dichotomy where you're like, <laughs> both of us, we have the ancient Greece overlap. Perfect. Great. Mm-hmm. We're thriving. Mm-hmm. And then we start to splinter where, you're like pirates, pirates, and I'm like, what if Boston in the Revolutionary <laughs> War? <laughs> I saw someone today refer to Turn Washington Spies yes! as a fake show, and I was like, clearly, no, that's a real we show. did not have the same childhood. Jamie I knew Bell, baby. Everything about that show. <laughs> My favorite part of that trailer and show was when the end would turn. Wow, it's like the gun in the the Sopranos. Yes. <laughs> same level of impact in pop culture yes, history. Definitely. <laughs> Everyone what? knows turns. I fucking spies. knew this episode was gonna be like just nothing. British content, <laughs> nothing and everything. We had to look. When do we have just two on two, <laughs> one on one time to dig into early pop culture that influenced our lives? Yeah, we've got some good. I'll give people like a little sneak peek. We have some good solo episodes coming up uh, we this do. summer. Um, yes. So I hope you enjoy the chaos. It's gonna be good. Oh um, God. Is there anything else? Um, to talk about? I, I don't think so. It ends, like I said, it ends with Sherlock and Watson still very much like being a Together. couple. Yeah. Um, and I just love like all their little like when they're bickering in the cab and Sherlock's like, Do you want to come to the opera with me? And he's like, No, I don't want to fucking come to the opera with you. You embarrass me in front of my fiance. Yes. And then he's like, I'm keeping your waistcoat. It's just perfect. It's so perfect. so married. Yes. So married. married. Do you think that I mean, obviously there's fan fiction. Do we have like a number on how much Sherlock Holmes fan fiction there is because i mean like honest to god how like there is no world in which there is not so much not even just this movie but i feel like holmes watson fanfic has to be like top three most fanfic things right i'm i'm gonna find now listen this is difficult because like on archive of our own which is what i would search for it you can't really search by like archetypal characters Mm. you can search by crossovers but they are they like set they didn't they like they're like they are like the two who like sit, like push the fanfic bar, right? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it's like I mean Kirk and Spock, but like of course, 
Uh, but like before then, John and Sherlock like definitely they like laid the groundwork, pivotal, which is why it's so annoying to me whenever they do like a reboot and then they're like, it's not, not gay. gay. I'm like, mm, just make like it. Robert Downey Jr. As we were saying on the tour, he was like, it's about two men who happen to be roommates, wrestle a lot and share a bed. Guy yes. wanted to make a uh, movie about the relationship between Watson and Holmes. Like Brooke. Brooke. Guy Ritchie, like, knows what he's doing. Oh, 100%. I, I, think, yes. I think that he knows. Okay, so we have, um, holy God, 123,000 works in BBC Sherlock. Jesus. Um, and I guarantee literally all of those are <laughs> John Holmes Locke, Watson, yeah. as the pairing is called. And then we also have Sherlock Holmes and related fandoms, which are kind of oh, just, like, right, general. dabbling in, yeah. Um, but I think there's crossover, so that is, like, 136,000. However, if I go, I got to go back. I got to go back. I the, love it. The, 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 You're solving the crime. Um, I'm going to go to, like, movies specifically and okay. see how much fan fiction there is for, like, literally this movie. Whoa, I just discovered that there's a fuck ton of Scooby-Doo fanfic. Okay, that's not I could have gone my entire life without knowing that, but that's okay. While we're here, can I say that Guy Ritchie refers to the two of them having mateship, and I want to just start using that when we're describing just, two just, men. Just bros. Just two guys having mateship, you yeah. know? Brokeback Mountain, they have a real mateship. Yeah, this is pretty This is not pretty a lot. rude. Only 2,000 works in Sherlock Holmes Downey films. Hmm. That's shocking. Interesting. Well, I I guess, mm. Mm. well, you know the internet was alive and well. I rewatched this trailer and downloaded the soundtrack from YouTube quite a bit. Wow, from yeah. YouTube. Oh, I mean, yeah. I had those ripped MP3s. Yes. I think we can safely say, though, that in terms of Sherlock Holmes and John Watson as characters in general, we are deep into the six figures in okay. terms of how much fanfic okay. there is. There we go. I mean, like, look, come on. Like, it is truly some of the gayest, like, it's, fandoms ever. And, like, yeah. for some reason, people are like, it's not gay, but, like, look. Maybe it is. I would, the other thing that I would accept is them being like, Sherlock is like asexual and like, 100%. we're just going to commit to that, but yes. they never commit to it because like I said, I yes. really do think there's a level of like, no, but like he reminds me of me and I need women I need to like, like hot me. girl. Yeah. I need, I need women to respect me and like me. And like, I always have to be smarter than the women. Cause that's always so what happens exhausting. is that like, even though Irene is supposed to be his equal, he always ends up besting her and it's just horrible anyway do you think we will ever get like a gay sherlock i do i do i just the thing is we don't have enough space yet from bbc sherlock we need to give it maybe like another like five to ten years i feel and like then, are the fans still being like we're gonna get the secret episode listen i'm sure there are there was like something like it was like the five-year anniversary was coming up like a year ago or something and people were like this is it guys <laughs> fellas ridiculous fellas it's okay they thought there was a secret uh supernatural finale episode too which they should have known better that shows nothing but disappointment um anyway i think that next time that they reboot sherlock holmes they will do one of the two very popular things which is either make it entirely female driven or like do like a diverse sherlock holmes <laughs> sherlock holmes Holmes. See, if Elementary had been like an all-female reboot, they could have called it that. Right. And I'm sure everyone would have loved that. In Elementary, wasn't one of the E's backwards as well or something like Is that? Is it? Maybe. Oh, wow. I don't the, know. the power of turn Washington Spice. <laughs> Influencing cinema throughout the ages. Anyway, I think we will probably get it. It's just the question of like who's going to tackle the property next. I feel like it would come if it was not a British person. And I feel like maybe, like, if not... It's kind of like a sacred property. That's the thing. I I sort of feel like with BBC Sherlock, and, like, I feel like obviously this has Guy Ritchie, but coming from Warners and it being 
obviously with Robert Downey Jr., I feel like there's an Americanized element to it, which kind of oh, definitely. gives it some freedom and a removal from the fandom. Yeah. And so when you sort of strip that back and give it to new people, they're allowed to sort of have more creative freedom with it when you're not, it's not such a holy object. And I feel like that is obviously what tends to make better things is when you don't revere something, but you like the thing and you can see changes into it. You know what I mean? And I feel yeah, like that's where completely this could go in a cool, more like nuanced direction. I totally agree. And I think like there's so much that you can do that like hasn't been done. Like elementary right. is maybe like honestly the most modern take and that they're like they said it in new york and it's like i mean it's like so solve crimes in an elementary school it's so network tv it's like hilarious it's like crime of the week it ran for like seven seasons though yeah of course Holy it's crime of the week shit. like that's the thing is like sherlock is like perfect adaptation property because it's crime it's literally just it's crime, just of crime. The week. yes and you just have to sprinkle in the famous crimes like every right. now and then oh here's a hound oh the hound of the Baskerville. yeah oh a study a in scarlet something something yeah yeah um oh here's the irene adler episode and like he has it's so great here's the woman episode Ugh. like he has like this amazing nemesis built in he like right. has it's we all these Moriarty. like very archetypal things you have the sidekick and the woman and right. the arch the nemesis genius, brilliant yes. Tennis, yeah. yes exactly so it's like a comic book it's honestly like a classic like that's what as you were saying it was a rag back then similar to comics similar yeah yeah and uh it's good i'll always basically be happy to see like someone pop up or you know an adaptation of this mm. pop up i just am interested to see what will be next hopefully something interesting i feel like it has had as we were talking about just like british and like pop culture things that have been constantly remade obviously there have been so many adaptations of sherlock holmes and i feel like it falls into that camp of like robin hood king arthur yeah but i feel like sherlock is weirdly one that's able to sort of like jump out of it whereas like king arthur people really struggle to make like a good king arthur movie or like property and like while there have been like good movies like the kid in the the, the kid, kid who would be, be king. king delightful and like i enjoy the new guy richie but i don't want to say it's like a great movie or anything and the last one before that was the king arthur 2004 the Kira knightley which i watched recently Mads this Mickelson, year hugh dancy one Brooke, it is <laughs> so bad yeah it's so disappointing there's this actually there's this really popular um young adult book called legend born that is mm. like a knights of the round table take and it's like I, I it's like primarily like black characters and i think it's like a modern day sort they of like, like young kid or? who would be king they're young yeah. but i think like if you age them up a little bit you could like flip it to a four quadrant mm -hmm. thing so i would be interested that to see cool. that i just think like the thing is that like king arthur is also like not badass like no. it's kind of goofy yes. and same like, with robin hood in yeah and it's like he steals from the rich and gives to the poor. It's really difficult to make it badass. You should just commit to it being kind of goofy. And yes. I feel like it's been a very long time since like studios were willing to commit. Allow it to have fun. Yeah. Yes. Like yes. badass King Arthur and or badass Robin Hood. Two movies I watched this year. Not really. Why? Because like, well, I literally, that's what it was sort of was part of. Like I had, I watched the guy richie king arthur right and then i watched the king arthur from the late 80s i forget uh, excalibur which is kind of it oh, like kind of whips okay um because it's just like going like sort of green knight hog wild on oh, the like fun weird Love department that. but as you were saying it's like then i rewatched the king arthur ridley scott's robin hood yeah. and i'm like like and fellas there's it's like a step too serious like have fun did you watch the taron edgerton robin no hood? i don't think i can Really? I, I mean, if you made it through all of those, I'm pretty sure you can make it through that movie that I fully forgot about. I don't until think it's a real movie. Moment that we were. It's all about him it. literally 
putting like building up to him putting on the hood right or something like that something i like i have seen it i don't know but you but like robin hood the best fucking adaptations of robin hood have been robin hood men in tights or Robin Hood, the Disney animated I was going to say, the the weirdly... Like, everyone is attracted to... I wasn't going to say it. Fox? I wasn't going to say it. Just let... They just need to be goofy They again. need to be goofy, yes. If they really want to do it, they could do a King Arthur and Robin Hood crossover. Great. And just, just Th- commit. Fucking throw Sherlock in there. Why hey. not? It's present day and all three exist. <laughs> <laughs> this is so bad. All right. Yes, how much money did it make? No. Okay, great. This movie, it is actually insane. It's a fucking <laughs> juggernaut book. Okay, so this was a $90 million production budget. Very reasonable considering yes. it's Robert Downey Jr., like post-Iron Man. Um, it made $209 million domestic and $498 million worldwide. $209 million domestic. It opened. That's so crazy. It was number two for three weeks. It opened at Christmas. I remember um, it, yeah. And then it just like played through April. That's crazy. I saw oh, it in Maine. Do you know why it never hit number number one? Because Avatar was at number Whoa. one. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Wild. The, I saw this before I saw Avatar. This is a crazy... I'm going to talk to you about this weekend a little bit. I would the, love the to hear about this opened, weekend. Avatar coming in. I probably saw one. all these movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Avatar had been... Yes. Won the week course, before, yeah. too. No surprise. Sherlock Holmes, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the sequel, counter-programming. I did not see Christmas. that Christmas. It's complicated. I did see that. Um, The Blind Side's hanging out in oh, here. Of course I saw that. Up in the air. Mwah, kiss, Good kiss. Movie. Great film. Did I say The Blind Side? Yes. Yeah. Princess and the Frog is here. Wait, this is kind Invictus. of a... The Twilight Saga New Moon is still hanging out. Oh, Disney's what A Christmas Carol. Nine box office. Nine is here? Yeah. Um, not 10. Not there. Hate to tell you. Um, 2012 is still hanging around. God, um, this is so cool. Uh, yeah, crazy, crazy shit. Anyway, kind of miss that. Kind of miss it. A little. Kind of miss Is that sad? Bit. Is that bad? I mean, not all those movies are great, but I would kill to have like a weird spread like it's that. It's just an interesting spread. That's the thing. And this is a Christmas, so it's like... Right. Everyone when, like, has a movie. Families used to go to... I mean, families still go to see we movie all go theaters, to movies, but like yeah. I miss the counter-programming where it was like, the weird kids go here. Yes. The little kids go here. The sad adults go here. Yep. And then there's like the one family movie. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I really miss that. Yes. Um. We saw... Know. All of the, I think oh, so of those with my family, the Avatar, this fucking Blindside, Invictus, like fucking ninety percent of that I saw with my family yeah. at Christmas time. That's crazy. Yeah, we were oh, we loved the movies. What maybe, happened? Maybe we'll see what Christmas twenty twenty two brings us because we haven't had a normal Christmas since no. twenty nineteen. No, so it's been a minute, and that was actually nice. There was like Little Women and oh god, what a delightful time! It's just so nice. Okay. Anyway, that's, that's how much money it made. It's just insane how much money this movie makes. Uh, do you want to see how it's held up? Uh, On the letterbox? people? Yes. Honestly, I feel like I don't have a high... Like, I don't think the, the bar is that high. I feel like this movie weirdly might get knocked, but I don't know. Um, I gave it four. I'm going to go with like a three... Four? Three, 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 four. Three, four to 3-4. Fuck yes. <laughs> you had me yes. worried for a second there. I was like, yes. I'm fucking pick one. Fuck yeah. You got it. Because I was looking through what friends had given it and Fran, friend of the show, gave it a pretty low rating. And I some think people I have given it some pretty low rating. And I was a little sad. I know. Yes. A lot of 
lot mutuals of, of ours have not loved this movie yeah. over here. Which I'm questioning because this is a delightful time. I think, I'm sorry. I don't know. I mean, like, I love this movie, but like, this it's really is like attachment. our kind of movie. It's really also, made for us, like, yeah. yes, it's fun, but like, it's fun to us specifically. I know. I know. Um, There's like no world in which I don't have a delightful time re. Like, I could honestly probably rewatch this tomorrow and yeah, I was have a, a great fucking time. great time. It's it's very good. Do you remember the trailer? Like, the trailer rings in my head because it's like it's the score and yeah. like all the best moments from the movie. There's Watson yelling, "Oh!" <laughs> Oh, he's so in love. He is. They're also in love. His dying word is literally Holmes or whatever. Um, there's like the this little moment. I don't remember what Sherlock says about him, but Jude Law gives like the sassiest little like. <sighs> yes, they're so funny. <laughs> I think it is so funny. They're such saucy boys. I love them. Um, nice saucy boys. No, I don't remember the trailer because I didn't watch trailers. But I uh, the trailer fucking rings sure, in my head. I'm sure it does. Okay, where's um, it landing? On, on we're solving TQ. a crime. We're solving a crime. The answer is how fucking the gay answer. is this movie. <laughs> it's so gay, though, is the thing. I think it's very gay. I'm going to give it a four and a half. Yes, <laughs> I was going to give it a four and a half as well. Oh, I, was, I really want to give it a five. No, I, I can't. can't. <laughs> I can't, which I can't. really is frustrating. But I will give it a four but and a half. I, I'm giving it a four. Like, if I could give it a point, I know you won't let me. But it's like the cl- it's like edging on a five. Oh, you know what I mean? We love some edging. I think like four and a half is good because it really like... It's not explicit, but like it's pretty. It's close. pretty explicit. I feel like it's actually kind of like a good like example of like the type of movie it's that like we're a, like if yes. if we're pitching yes. the pod to someone, we should be like like Sherlock Holmes, two thousand and nine. Yeah, queer quadrant movie. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, God, very poor quadrant. So fucking gay. Very gay. Um, it's delightful, and I I also love how like how much of a non-issue it is. Like, yes, yes. there's a little bit of okay, you get a love interest and I get a love but interest, the, but. I mean, there's like, never a no homo bit yes, at all, which is yes. very refreshing. And like we said, there's a couple like kind of lampshady moments, but they're not bad. Like they're they're kind of they're great, good. Actually. I think it's a good lampshade yeah. where they're like a beard. Oh, are you his beard? Like, oh, is your partner moving out? <laughs> yeah. All of these things where they're like, oh, look at this thing. Look at these two men in a happy relationship yeah. sharing a dog. Like our dog, on. our dog, that dog. <laughs> the dog, great dog, <laughs> a plus dog. <laughs> so good. Um, we should screen cap that, that little scene of them fighting when yes. they're in open air jail or whatever it is. Cause it's, it's so it's good. So good. We anyway, just screenshot the fucking whole movie. I know. Cause it's a goddamn Proof. banger. <laughs> great film. I, no regrets. Here's the question. <laughs> yeah. It's the Oscars. You're, you know, Hans Zimmer is nominated. Should he win for Dune or this? You're I saying say, he's, like, nominated against himself? I guess. Or I guess, like, which one should he have won an Oscar for? Because I think he should have won for this. Oh, in terms of, like, all of his stuff. Yeah. Do you want me to say... Well, I already said my favorites. So yeah. I'm, I'm taking this question too seriously. But, like, do you think I what... Think, I think this is a, an arguably a better score than Dune. I would agree with you. I actually really like the Dune score. I like the Dune score, agree. too. But I think this is a, like... Because it just feels original. If I had to mean? give him one Oscar for one score, I would give it to him for the Interstellar score. Probably as well, yeah. The Interstellar score, I just listen to it and like I'm immediately weeping. It's a banger, it's, yeah. It's so good. Stay. But great. I love Cornfield Chase. Awesome. Fucking pivotal. We um, didn't even mention though that Robert Downey Jr. was nominated for this movie for a Golden Globe and won. He for won the Best Golden actor Globe? in a musical or comedy, yes. And this movie had two Oscar noms for score and art direction. Hey, it was nominated for score. I Let's know. go. Wait, Let's okay. beat it. I'm about to find out. So it would be the 2010 Oscars, right? Yeah, yeah. This also plays into my theory that the year in 2009 has the best music of all time. And I guess this score yeah. plays into uh, 
that effect. I mean, it's a very good year for music. Wow. I know that's like this newer. is kind of a banger Oscars year. Okay. Um up wins for score. Oh. But it's also against Avatar, Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is a really which good is score. A great score. And the Herlocker, I don't remember that score. Yeah, I think it's very tense. <laughs> um but pretty goddamn good Oscar year. Best picture is the Hurt Locker. Of course. Kathy Big wins, obviously. But like, can we just say this 10? Because it's kind of insane. I mean, 2010 Oscars are pivotal because it's the, the, the first, Bigelow versus yes, Cameron of course. year. You have that, Avatar, Blindside, District 9, a crazy nom. Wait, that is crazy. It's crazy. An Education, Inglorious Bastards, Precious Colon, based on the novel Push by, Push Sapphire. by Sapphire. A Serious Man, fucking awesome it's movie. Insane that that for best picture right and then you have the double up whammy where it's up and then also up in the air wow right that is a really good 10 it's a good 10 i can't think of i actually like an education even though that's ostensibly like the stuffiest one sure. in there i guess the blind side you can blind side you yeah can yeah yeah get rid of i mean i'm happy for sandy but she should have won it for something else. I mean, but of course she was going to win it for that Of role. course. Like, there's but no like, way that she doesn't. It's crazy. Some of the noms, like Meryl gets the Julian Julia nom. You have fucking <laughs> the best actor. Somehow Jeff Bridges win for cra- wins for Crazy Heart. Oh, well, he, because they should have given they, it to him for True Grit. Yes, okay, exactly. it's a whole problem. No, 100%. But it's like, so rude. Clooney, Firth, Freeman, and Renner. Like, Renner, maybe. I would. I would have actually given it to Clooney. I was going to say, I would give it to Clooney, it's but that's really because good I'm performance. insane. No, that's a, it's a good performance I in a good movie. Love that movie. It's a really good I think that movie, movie. is really Vera good. Vera Farmiga is so fucking good in that movie. She yeah. also got an arm and she should have won as well. She's, it's, it's not going to happen. Oh, All right. my God. Wow. Wow. Well, I forgot that fucking Anna Kendrick got a nom as well. Yeah. Up in the air had that double nom. And didn't someone like kind of annoying win for Monique for Precious? Oh no, that's not annoying. That's a fine win. <laughs> that's not annoying. It's that's a fine. Well, it's a fine win. But I think it would have been incredible if Anna yeah. Kendrick had won an Oscar for Up in the Air. It's also the iconic year where Stanley Tucci gets the Lovely Bones nom, and it cuts to him, and he's like, "Oh, I shouldn't have been nominated." For he should have been nominated for Julie and Julia. Yes. Is what he should have been nominated yes. for. It's so like we need to get this man an oscar nom again truly stat oh my god um wow, make so this him was in, our oscars corner make him and uh mark strong play brothers mm, in a film mm, that would be delightful brothers who's the elder too. probably um, tucci right tucci yeah yeah mark strong gives younger brother energy yeah yeah does he sure yeah oh okay. for sure he's like the like i'm gonna be violent one and tucci's like let me teach you some Everyone lessons calm about down. life yeah let's okay. have some wine that is enough of that that was all right. Good host year too. Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin. Not oh, Alec Baldwin, but Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Okay. Delightful. Wow. This just made us really sad about the state of cinema, but it's okay. We're we're it's crawling fine. out of it. Listen, we've got some good stuff coming down the we pipeline. Do. And of course, you can always let us know how you feel about this movie, which is much more important. Um, exactly. And you can do that on Twitter. Hey. I'm Brooke B. Solomon. Jordan H. Gus. And we're together at Queer Quadrant. And we're on Letterboxd at... Brooke B. Solomon. Jordan H. Gus. Got it in. Thank you. Thank you very much because I am going to forget about that. I'm going to keep getting it every time. No, you should. And you can find the podcast on Spotify and on Apple and wherever else you get your podcasts. Um, Surprise, we finally have a rating on Spotify. Well, hi, Um, So keep rating on Spotify, please, because... Get us on the boards. We love to have a rating. We do. Five (laughs) Um, stars only. Five stars only. Five Five homes is only. Crimes only. Um, Five pentagrams There it is. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, you know, subscribe to us as well. Drop us a review 
if you would care to and tweet at us tell us about your sherlock thoughts in general or in specifications mm. um my dear listeners yes yes uh indubitably <laughs> the, the game is afoot. the game is afoot uh a game oh, is God, what the a foot good saying elementary my dear watson uh, i mean can we talk about how on. that's the most famous like sherlock quote and it's literally elementary my dear watson <laughs> wink wink just two straight guys being straight so that's that you can also tweet at us and tell us i don't know what you want to see from other sherlock adaptations or what we should cover in the future and brooke i see something in the future coming next week and i think it's kind of big room room beep beep what is that revving engine is in that the charlie xcx <laughs> let's ride let's ride baby um, no gotta go fast guys we do have to go fast okay we I'm have furious. this is like we have to announce this we do okay i'm gonna lay this out for you i hope you all are listening to this episode because this is a Pay big deal fucking attention starting next week we are starting a four month you heard me four vroom, month vroom. series on Woo. the complete films of the fast and furious Woo. franchise <laughs> yeah baby jordan is so happy right now grinning ear to ear um do you want to talk a little bit about like how this came to be because well, it yeah. was your brainchild. I mean, I think that we have to fasten our seatbelts first and foremost, but I think like ultimately this franchise, I think as we've discussed and will discuss is sort of a wicked, fascinating pop culture, I would say staple. Yeah. And not only just because of how diverse the cast is and how it went from this very small kind of mid to low budget studio movie to becoming one of the largest franchises of all time like one of the ultimate four quadrant blockbusters obviously for us but throughout that there is a lot of queer subtext whether that be in a bromo erotic way whether that be in a just sort of like all of us loving each other way there's a lot of different reads of it and i'm excited for us to dig in because a lot of people have thoughts and we have thoughts and we're and going the only way that we can do it is if we watch every single fucking movie that's the thing is we're going deep like we're doing 10 films yes. but we're gonna do them every other week so we you get like a week of fast and furious and then a week off and mm-hmm. then like we'll do the next one and then you get another week off um we can't inundate you i have never seen any of these movies and i have seen all of these movies so that is going to be a fun dynamic we have an amazing guest roster we do can we say all of them are lined up bang bang don't jinx it but yeah that's true um so it's gonna be a great time that is called q fast q furious and it will be coming in fucking room really hot to your feeds starting next week with of course the first the fast and the the furious the furious buckle the fuck up i'm so excited (laughs) get ready for the movies baby the The movies movies. salute me familia and brooke do you have anything you would like to leave our listeners with it's not the dog. It's our dog. Our dog. Oh. <laughs>